Okay, I have computer parts everywhere. Hi. We <gasps> have computer parts everywhere. Welcome to the show. Uh, let's go to an audio break. To probability of demise we are having a special one-shot adventure using a different system than DD uh, we are going to be playing in the world of kids on bikes you may have heard of kids on broomsticks which is a certain school of witchcraft and wizardry kind of playoff sort of thing in a lot of people's eyes so if you've heard about it through that way and kids on bikes is um i would say it's more of a stranger things-esque space at any rate, this is a great little system that I definitely love because it, of its pure simplicity. It's also great to do with young folks. And we're literally going to play today and teach each other how to play all in one little piece. So if you ever have the chance to grab Kids on Bikes, it's awesome. But I promise to be bad at it. Yes. <laughs> so hello, everybody. I am Rurik. I'll be playing as the Game Master, and you're listening to Probability of Demise. We're a group of storytellers who usually use Dungeons & Dragons 5th <laughs> Edition to provide rules and structure our world of Atlan. So if you're here for the first time, definitely join us in the future, which is shifting like the plains of Ior. I'm making up garbage now. Uh, <laughs> well, the good news is, is it's recorded, so you can go back and listen when you need to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. What, what hole am I digging for myself right now? Uh, so we are um, going to be moving our episodes to Sundays. Not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, we will be getting our new schedule and uh does, can anybody help me with the times because yes my memory is terrible so it's three o'clock eastern two o'clock central and then 12 o'clock right 12 o'clock west coast yeah and i it. found out we do have a mountain time after hours listener so sorry jess you won't be our first mountain time representative uh, um, but but we do have somebody who we'll will be there for our one o'clock time um i also yeah. found out we we have a a a texas listener post post live oh um so is this a person who's going to get on me for being so late with the upload this week uh unlikely uh hello um, texas friend okay. <laughs> it's josh hi josh hi, hi josh howdy josh hey oldie. Uh, i can great. do that i'm from howdy. the south <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do Howdy. That that wasn't part of my rural upbringing. Howdy was not in that list. Maybe it was. I don't know. I, feel like well, I didn't say it. A people around me said it. Think what about how you? <laughs> how you? How you? Um, but yeah, so welcome to our space. And before we jump into uh, some character creation and just game setting spaces, uh, do we have any announcements for today? Uh, if you're going to Comic-Con... Uh, <laughs> if you're going to New York Comic Con, um, walkways in between booths. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, we'll we'll be around. So if you you know if you are going to be at New York Comic Con, uh, 
make sure to you know if you see us please uh, come say something yeah that'd be really yeah awesome. Um, if you're listening, um, know that we go every year. So obviously, if you're listening in the podcast version of this, uh, we will see you next year. And you have a whole year to watch and find out what our faces look like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because because <laughs> this year, I'm, I'm glad they're still doing it. But this year, we will be recognizable like this. Uh, we I feel like I have behind my mic just enough. Maybe they'll... And when they say we, they actually mean they will be at New York Comic Con because I chose to run away across the country to the West Coast. Yes. So yes. we're going to have to wait for Emerald City Comic Con and Rose City Comic Con and Why this small little fair called Comic Con in San Diego. Just a <laughs> little blip of a, an event. But I'll look forward to seeing you in one of those spaces, hopefully. Uh, if that is all of our announcements, think so. Um, oh, wait, no, we're not done with announcements. We have our word of the day. <laughs> we do. <laughs> word of the day. Got it. <laughs> I just love throwing wait, 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 wait. I have to do it. Are you just looking around at things in your room and picking the word of the day based off of that? No. <laughs> Uh, if you ever wondered what a failed charisma check and a totally winning <laughs> 20, not 20 on the inside check looks like. Uh, she's still looking for an object. She... My word's really bad. I got one, but it's not good. Maybe we can come back to it, give you time to actually, you know, percolate. Oh, that's a good word. Percolate. The word of the day is... <laughs> that word. Word percolate. Of the day. Percolate. All right, we'll go with percolate. That's good. I, I love That's that. Like, uh, like we, <laughs> we have a little segment now that is just getting to 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 to, to share something, and, and <laughs> I just love it. Prepared it so much better. <laughs> Not a good human. Uh, and are we doing a commercial? Well, thank you, Alexa. <laughs> um, I don't know if we have a break to, for me to write one, do we? Uh, you know what? I was going to leave that all up to you if we wanted to take the break or not. Well, if we go to take a break, why don't we do the rolls to see who does what then? Okay. Um, that'll, that'll be a beautiful thing. Oh, momentum. Mara, you are a genius. That's a good one. A big <sighs> word for a tiny person. <laughs> that is a big word for a tiny person. All right. So now we are going to go ahead and. Hold on. I have yeah. one thing. I have one thing to share just because it's, 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 it's related to the, this weekend. Uh, someone from my choir who is not uh, a geek or nerd in any way, shape or form wished, wished, uh, wished that I would have a good time at Comic-Con. Comic-Con? Yes. Yeah. All one word. All one word. Capital C. The rest is lowercase. <laughs> C O M M I C O M. And I just, I just, Aww. I had to share that because. Please enjoy yourself at Comic Con. That's the sweetest. I love it when people have no idea what they're talking about, but they're being supportive. It, it's a sign of care. So great. And it's very, very wonderful. 
Uh, so we're going to get started and we're going to jump into this world. But first, we're going to jump into how do you make a character in Kids on Bikes? Um, uh, I'll Jason let you explain Jessen it for the audience because I totally know. <laughs> Jason, Jess, and Larissa uh, have been given character sheets all of like four minutes ago. And... <laughs> I gave them some time to come up with tropes and stuff and some percolating, but this is one of the fun things I love about this this uh, system is that it's really rules light and very simple. Um, they each have a series of character stats, which is like just like any other game. Uh, and it's fun to look at. And so this is mostly for Larissa because Larissa chose to write up a character from scratch. So there's a couple of ways of doing this. You can just grab one of the tropes that they have predefined, which gives you what your character's stats are going to be, as well as a couple of other different little pieces. Or you can go ahead and do it all from scratch, which Larissa has graciously given the name Grace, <laughs> given us the opportunity nice. to dig into. So she's going to have to pay attention really close right now, whereas hey. Jason, who's going to be Zed, and Jess, who's going to be Francis, oh. probably could just fade out if they wanted to, but they won't because they're awesome. So. There are six stats. Um, the first one is brains, and that kind of makes sense. It's just how book smart you are. Um, this isn't necessarily other types of intelligence. This is definitely around the book smarts, uh, determining how well you s understand problems and kind of how well you did in school. Brawn is also just like it says. It's how strong you are. Are you beefy or are you not beef so beefy? Um, how well you can lift things, take physical damage, that sort of thing. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> Fight might dig a bit more into the combat side of things. And this one is uh, different from Brawn in that this isn't about how strong you are, but just do you know how to use weapons? Is this, you know, if you were handed a gun, would you possibly know how to use it? Um, those sorts of things. And then flight, not fight, but flight is your ability to move quickly. Flight yeah. might indicate to you your ability to run away, but this is also just how fast you are um, and how difficult it would be to trap you physically. So Charm. kind of Whoops. speed, so almost like speed and dexterity combined? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Speed you think about it as that. Because uh, there isn't really movement counted in this. You don't have to know that you're 30 feet away from something for a spell okay. or something like that. Um, charm is the... Forgot about the chair. <laughs> the chair. <laughs> charm, then the chair farted, and then... Larissa I swear I'll get some WD-40. in there, so it's all the best of that. <laughs> you know, it's been doing it ever since the day I bought it. Ever, like... Got it out of the package, put it together, and just. That's, that's great. <laughs> Production flaw. Design Production. flaw. Rather. Yeah, design. Yeah, yeah, probably design flaw. Uh, but charm is just how socially ad adept your character is. Um, but it's also, and this is important, how good they are at reading the emotions of another person. So if you're living in D&D &D land, this is the combo of being charismatic as well as being insightful. And then finally is grit. Um, and grit is really just about how hard it is to break your character physically or emotionally. Boxy. 
Um, so having a really high space, and that means you keep a cool head in the worst situations. Uh, it's also kind of related to street smartness. So if you have a high grit stat, you can use that to argue for using your street savvy to get through a situation. Now, the dice. Each of those stats get assigned a particular dice that you roll for your success with the different things. So clearly having a d20 is the best dice to have for one of these. That means it's your highest strength. And basically when you say, I use a d20 for my brains, that means that like anyone, even just on first meeting you, knows that you're smart, knows that you have that intelligence. The d12 is still pretty impressive. It's above average. Um, and it's people would note it, but it's not the shining uh, area of excellence that you have. Um, that would be your D21 still. D10 is still above average. Uh, so whatever you assign that to is just above average. D8 would be below average. So something you're not too terrible at, but you're not the greatest at. D6, you're just bad at it. It's like, that is not my forte. And D4 is terrible. Oh, good. D fair. D4 is that thing that when people first meet you, they just look at you and go, mm-hmm. If you have a D4 in your brawn, you're the weedy-looking individual. If you have a D4 in your charisma, you're that person that people are like, okay, little sketch. Going to walk a big circle around that person before I go into the comic con um, the other character creation component that we can kind of like gloss over super fast is character ages uh, we have two adults in our crew and one teen uh, ages do have a, a piece of playing into different things children get some bonuses to their flight and charm checks uh, because they're fast and likable cute little kids teens automatically get the rebellious strength, and then they also have a bonus to their fight and brawn checks. I think it's that teenage angstiness, that <laughs> pugnaciousness of being in your prime. And adults, because they've been around the block a little bit, get a skilled at piece. So they, there's something specific around usually their profession, whether it's legal or illegal, that they get a bonus around. Um, and then uh, they also get a bonus to their brains and their grit checks, because they've been around. Uh, after that, each character gets to choose two strengths and two flaws. Strengths add a mechanical Whoa. advantage. So you have the ones that come legit with your trope that you chose, or in Larissa's case, I think we talked about, no, 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 that, that was the, the age gives you that, that first strength. Uh, but in Larissa's case, she's going to get to choose strengths from the list that is there based on how she thinks her uh, chosen trope might work. And Larissa, would you share with us what your chosen trope was? Um, my chosen trope is uh, a Disney adult. <laughs> so I think all of us have a picture of what a Disney adult is, if, especially if we're watching this show. Because <laughs> fandoms collide. Mm -hmm. There's a um, lot. There's a, there's a lot of Venn diagrams that end up kind of looking like one of those spiral things, the spiral the graphs spirograph that you had as a kid. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then Jess chose the trope that already exists in the game. Uh, and what was that? Uh, I am like the the popular girl. Popular. 
Uh, and she's our teen representative. And then Jason chose for Zed, the um, conspiracy theorist. So good. The best, the best. Uh, and so as you can imagine, each of those come with their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, and some of them are just from the top, but other ones are not. Now flaws do not present a mechanical disadvantage. They're just for character development. So choosing a couple flaws that make sense to you works and you don't really um, have to consider those to be a negative in any way. They're not going to prevent you from trying to do different things. They are really for that character development. Uh, we've played together a lot. I kind of know what my friends here are into, but one of the things I always like to have is a little conversation about what people are into and what people are not into, and that is called out specifically in this tool. So really quickly, and I'm going to step away for a moment because there's a problem. Uh, but if the three of you would just talk about things that you don't want to do, we don't need to actually discuss them, but just share anything you don't want to do in this session. Hmm. Topics you want to avoid, things like that. Uh, mm. I mean, I, I guess anything like that's too kind of graphic in terms of like uh like violence or gore you know obviously i i mean you know it, it may be kids on bikes but because we're all adults it's you know the uh, and it's set in a it's not set at like a playground or and it's not set at disneyland so um hmm just keeping everything kind of what is that like NC seventeen? So we used to have it. Well, no, isn't NC seventeen like the strongest rating? Yeah, that's oh. like between like R and X, I think. Oh, then not that one. Just <laughs> you like mean PG like 13. you mean PG thirteen? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I always thought that was like for seventeen year olds. No, what is NC? NC seventeen. It's like softcore porn is NC seventeen. That's hilarious. Yeah. Good. But also maybe like very, very graphic. Violence. Yeah. So I was saying that to try to stay away from anything that's like too graphic or gory. Um, just because even though it's, I was saying that even though it's kids on bikes um, and it's probably set so that kids can play it easier. Um, the setting that we're going to is not necessarily like a kid's setting, you know, so there, I think that we are okay to have adult themes, but I think shying away from anything that could be considered uh, that would require a trigger warning, I think, mm -hmm. is like a kind of safe route to take. I like that. I like that. Um, oh, wait, no child. Wait. Thank you. That is good information for us. So uh, really quickly, um, sorry, I did get pulled away for a moment because I'm in a new apartment building and there's all sorts of interesting things that happen in new places when you're first moving in. Uh, but given the space that everybody's in and how people feel about the different pieces, I also just want to mention if you're ever playing one of these games, having a conversation about how neurodivergence is represented, sex and sexuality, uh, all those sorts of things are really great components to play into those, these conversations. Um, we're going to play with a method for this game creation called Quick Start Questions. And it's the shortest version of setup. You can do a version with one-sided questions, which is way cooler, but it just takes a lot longer. 
we want to get in we want to play so um first before we jump into this work i want to have like a little conversation amongst the four the three of you really but the four of us how do the three of you know each other and this is just a metagame conversation um trying to figure out how you are related so definitely was that definitely a weird neighbor the weird ah oh, awesome so you're the weird neighbor maybe the weird neighbor of larissa and larissa's like an aunt or a cousin or something of mine. can i be like the the cool quirky cousin sweet but that's also slightly embarrassing because i'm a disney adult yeah like yeah. a disney fanatic you know i'm at her so house like, kind of a thing a lot maybe when yeah. francis was younger you were her superhero and that part hasn't faded, faded away yeah but as she's becoming the, the popular kid, she's realizing a little bit of that teenage, like, oh. Ugh. Like, ugh, this, you're not cool. Yeah. But she still loves her aunt so much and those happy memories that she has to go to Comic-Con with her. Unless there's another alternative reason why she goes to Comic-Con. Um, Maybe in relation to her flaw. That hurts, Andy. That hurts. Andy's, Andy's being <laughs> the audio of the Andy says in the comments, Jason, this is a game, not real life. <laughs> So, so to like really tie this together, I'm wondering if the neighbor, Zed, is the one who secured some extra tickets mm. and offered them to Grace and Francis because she had seen that he had seen the two of them around. Thought they were kind of nice kids and also maybe Does there's like a Cinderella, and so I thought she would enjoy Comic Con. Or, or maybe, maybe there's just a there's like someone who I want to get an autograph from specifically at comic-con and that's what got you really excited like about oh my god i have to go see it's sebastian stan, sebastian stan. <laughs> oh yeah and sebastian stan is totally there he is and i almost got all the things with him but i didn't <laughs> that is hilarious well, if anyone wants to send me no i'm just kidding <laughs> right um uh, well, so sponsor, I got some feet that I can. Uh... Maybe, maybe the reason. Maybe he actually. Okay, I haven't. It's a thought. Um, maybe he. Maybe we're like the two people that actually listen to his podcast, and then like he bought it for bought us the tickets, not knowing whether or not we would accept them, but like we ended up accepting them. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe the two of you started off listening to the podcast like or like we were like your two oldest fans or whatever or something maybe yeah. we're your andy fans <laughs> or you, you started listening my only friends. <laughs> you started listening and then your younger cousin came by while you were listening and you were doing it to be a nice neighbor yeah but then the, the two you're listening to are like these are funny yeah <laughs> maybe not his intent right but it's just it gave, gave you both a giggle and you're both into the wait 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 my entire audience feels that way, which is why I was invited to a panel at Comic-Con and had extra badges. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's even better. But you don't that's know that's why. But I don't know that they're not into the conspiracies. They just think I'm insane. And... Oh, no. So much secondhand awkwardness. Oh. oh that is the best, though. That oh. is absolutely the best. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you can see okay. me in 401B or something. I don't know. <laughs> So I think that's solid. Uh, Zed has been invited, had a couple extra tickets. Grace my neighbor, Francis. I don't know my real name. Zed. Oh, what do they call you? Zed, that's my real name. They're not my real name. That's my alias. That's your, if I give my real name, the government will find me. Oh. 
That's right, conspiracy theorist. Uh, all right, so what I would love to have happen is I think that uh, Grace, from what you've both said, all three of you have said so far, you have a mostly positive uh, relationship with Francis, yes. correct? Yes. So I would love you to just roll a d20, and then you're going to answer a question. Oh, dear. Ah! What Falling. is the airspeed velocity of an unladen? Yeah. What is your favorite color? Okay. Uh, Blue. No, red. <laughs> oh, my God, wee! <laughs> oh, no, I want to edit that, that for is, and put that sound in. That is, <laughs> that is an 18. Okay. <laughs> when did you first realize that you love Francis? And not uh, in a romantic way necessarily platonically but when did you first realize i really love you i mean when i popped from the womb i would have said like literally like from the first moment i held her it would have been like i will protect this little being i will die with this blob of flesh yeah awesome awesome i love that that's a great place to start um i could expand on it but it's a that's great so given that um, what I'm going to have Francis do is Francis, you're going to roll a d20 and this is going to be a d20 that is kind of the reciprocal. It's not the reciprocation that's moving on. It's to Zed who you don't really know. And I will pull from the list of people you don't know, but I'm guessing you kind of have a negative opinion of. So don't roll, roll, wait, I'm sorry. Roll a d20. Years. Okay. Did that. A uh, six. Six. You don't really like this individual, although you find their podcast hilarious, and you are appreciative of the the free he chance sucks. to go see, you know who. Um, but their family is actually important in the town. Why is Zed's family important in the town? Not, are you asking me? No. Francis, family make up history for you a little bit. Had the only apple orchard in the tri-state area. And they had the best green apples. Awesome. So cider wealth. <laughs> Literally uh, a monopoly on the apple on the apple market. Yeah. No one else could make cider. Okay. For a really long time. <laughs> Okay, so Zed, you don't know Francis. What? We'll go ahead and roll a d20 for for your, your question, of, or or it's a relationship. Twelve. Question. Twelve. Uh, this kid kind of has a reputation amongst the adults. It's not necessarily the most positive reputation. They seem to be very popular with other kids, but what rumors have you heard about Francis's reputation amongst other adults? Um, <sighs> I heard that through your tinfoil, her parents are actually lizard people. And she's adopted. <laughs> and she's adopted. <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. 
Which nice. is so great because obviously I would have, I would be able to like. No, oh. oh good. That's so good. Okay. Uh, also, Zed, I would like you to roll another d20. Um, do you have a mostly a positive or a negative opinion of Grace? That's that one. Okay. So do you have me. mostly a positive or a negative opinion um, about Grace? I will say positive. Okay. If I'm giving her my comic, I'm bad. Just what did they do for you that makes you feel like you owe them a debt you can't repay? She accepts all of my Amazon packages so the government will find out where I live. <laughs> all right. And then here's our last question. Grace, mm -hmm. do you have a positive or negative relationship with Zed? I would say positive. Okay. Go ahead and roll another D20. My character sheet, my fear is the government. <laughs> <laughs> you can't 17. 17 wasting all these high rolls now um there's something about zed you actually admire what part of zed's personality do you try to model for your own um <laughs> his how do i frame this in a positive way though <laughs> Um, be real <laughs> is his inability to let other people's opinions sway his regardless of what they have to maybe tell him otherwise aka exactly <laughs> regardless of whatever proof you know they they put in front of him all right so now we're going to get to the finishing touches of this character creation you've already given yourselves names grace said francis it's good to meet you all um doctor doctor i feel like you may have already put down something that really motivates you strongly but if you haven't just consider what something that would really motivate this character very strongly um and then, oh, you're blurry. Hang on. Because that, because the, I have to fix something on my camera, and I haven't taken the time to figure it out yet. Also, what's something that scares you? What scares your character? The government. Um, now, children fears things that are things that maybe rationally they shouldn't fear. Um, they're more likely to walk up to a stranger covered in blood than an adult would. Um, but they're also uh, afraid of things that are unknown and fears. But you're teens and adults, so teens, they can be all over the place. They could have some of those childish fears that they retain, as well as some more adult fears. But adults have few fears that children's have, children's, children have. Um, the childs, not, the childs. And you've also kind of grown out the fear of social things, mostly. Um, so typically, it's things you're afraid of having taken from you, whether it's your family, your home, your livelihood, um, and then also just realistic things going wrong. But think about something that is a fear that your character has and just jot it down. You don't have to share it out loud if you don't want to. And then the last thing is what's called your backpack. And in your backpack, you are just going to kind of list some things that you carry with you 
Now, legitimately, adults may not have an actual backpack, but you have something where you keep stuff it's whether it's the trunk of your car. At Comic Con, everybody has a backpack. I feel like, but uh, um, maybe you have like a man purse style uh, sling thing, or I don't know some other wildness going on. Um, but just think about what you have in there and kind of write down those things. Um, and could anybody here just describe their backpack? What Can it I, looks like. Oh, what it looks like? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could share, share my screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can go first. Possible. I don't know how. <laughs> I feel like it. There's. It's. I, I mean, the work the other the day didn't work correctly. So present button. I feel like that's what that is down at the yeah. bottom, but yeah. I don't know to what to what extent. Um, Pretty messy. So far. I. I mean, I can. I can we'll go experiment first. offline after the session, maybe, and see if anybody can do it. But what? What can you describe just verbally? What your yeah. backpack looks like? So mine is like one of those like mini backpacks. So basically, like the the circum or the yeah circumference of the straps is bigger than the backpack itself um and it is red with white polka dots and black mini mouse ears on it okay uh grace or zed or not grace um francis or zed do either of you have a description of your backpack i do okay francis okay so mine is that like really cool square backpack that everyone has. It has like a little fox. It's like Bajal or something. Like Raven. Raven. Yeah, that. And you it's a color Raven. block pattern. So like half of it's like gray, the other half's like pink. Each strap's a different color. It's very on point. And said, what does yours look like? Um, do, you, do you know what's in it or just what it looks like? Just what it looks like. You don't have to tell okay. me what's in it. It is a brown leather messenger bag. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because we left a bunch of stuff in our apartment when they moved out west, and one of those things is a brown leather messenger bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so you also would normally have some trope-specific questions, but we're going to move th from that, through, away from that, whatever. I can't even do words right now. <sighs> All right. Hey, it is um, only 5.30 where you are. That is... It is, <laughs> and I just feel like I'm, I'm, I immediately chose to smack myself in the face with this group. <laughs> I feel like the blurring in and out of your camera is our effect on your mental health. That's actually my brain. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so the three of you, I'm going to just jump us forward in time uh, or jump us forward to the most important po point in time are lined up at New York City Comic Con. You've been standing in line for quite a while and it is now, I think, 10 o'clock and the line is finally moving forward. You're pre-checked, you're stamped, you're ready to go in, you've had your tests or your verification of tests. 
already done kind of like you do in real life and you're moving forward in this line as you're moving forward you notice there's a commotion up ahead Um. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to say, what happened? Is there a fight? Did they have to call an ambulance? <laughs> no, not actually. It's <laughs> just the background. Was that you, Jess? So, so you go ahead. As you so. shout that out, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that, Grace. Ah, dang it. You, Grace said, uh, I would just love for you to tell me, like, it, as you shout that out, um, if you think that would have been something where you were actually trying to get information or if you were just uh, making a little bit of a scene to react to the excitement that you're feeling. I mean, uh, I have a first aid kit. Does anybody need it? Okay. So what I'm going to say is you are, unless you can make a different argument, you're trying to get attention to make sure that you're being helpful, that you're doing what you do. You're, you're, you're ready at a moment's notice for people in this moment. Um, do you think this is something that would be relying more on your charisma? Uh, or, because that's where my mind immediately goes. Or does this, can you make a case for something else being the motivation for this? Um, I would... Hmm... So, oh shoot, I just realized that these are switched. Um, in my, uh, on my sheet. Um, I read words. I would almost make an argument for grit in terms of like street smart slash preparedness. Like it's less about, I mean, I guess it's, I could so, see the argument because I don't think she's like, obviously they have medics on scene. So it's mm -hmm. not necessarily like, uh, socially aware, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, in the play of this version of the game, uh, or in this in this type of game, uh, what happens is is that there's different levels of difficulty for uh, different pieces. And I was going to place the charisma a little bit lower on the difficulty, but the difficulties are twenty would be something that's like the most incredible. Uh, event and to have it happen to be successful is impressive and it's like literally going to be the talk um the examples are like lifting a car off of someone that sort of thing um 17 to 19 would be something that is incredible and impressive just maybe not quite as impressive and i always like to think about that as like you did something wrong but you talk the security guard out of pulling you away and and from the comic con uh 13 to 16 is something where you just find the right thing at the right time sort of thing um just just when it's it's extraordinary but it's just like you went looking around try to spot that and that's kind of where i feel this fits in is a 13 to 16. um but i, I think it might also fit into just below where it's impressive but it's kind of expected of people who are skilled at it so i'm i'm gonna place the difficulty at a 10. okay um and how it works for this is you're gonna roll your grit check with a dice that you've assigned to grit if you make your max number your dice explodes an exploding dice means you get to roll your dice again and add those two numbers together okay 
If you fail this grit check, you get what's called an adversity token. And you can spend your own adversity token on your own behalf or on someone else's behalf to help them get up to the number of what the check they need to be successful is. So on a failed one, you're still collecting those adversity tokens. Go ahead okay. and give a roll of whatever dice that is and let me know what you roll. And I'm gonna place this at as 10. Okay, um, give me a second because I missed the part where we were actually assigning the dice. Um, but I remember what they were, so give me a second to just decide if I want to do... Yeah, no worries at all. Um, I would say this, and then... Na, 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 so na, so we'll while do... you're doing that, okay. I'm going to share a little bit of other information for right. folks. Got it. So if she rolls over 10 points over the 10 that I said, so if she rolls a nat 20 on a d20 dice or higher... Um, they just make it look hap like it happens so smoothly and easily, and then she gets to narrate it. This is a lot of the characters get to narrate what they did. Um, a plus five to plus nine is also just pretty impressive, and um, the character really does get to narrate, but I might have some discretion to say, well, that happened, but this maybe didn't happen, or whatever I need to have a little bit of room to push the narrative forward. Uh, plus one to plus four is she still gets to narrate what she did, but I'm going to cap certain components of what she said. So, well, okay, you did that, but not quite to that extent. Uh, zero is a success, and it's kind of just barely, and the two of us kind of discuss how to make it as by the skin of your teeth as much as possible. Uh, to be below, if you fail but not too badly, it's a negative one to negative four. That's something minor and short term, and we can negotiate. And I might describe some of the failure, but you might mitigate that and describe, well, but I also tried this, and it, and it made it not so bad. Um, a negative five to negative nine is bad, but not a disaster. Kind of the same idea. Um, a negative 10 to negative 14 is generally me describing what happens. And a negative 15 or lower is just a staggering, catastrophic situation, which we might get a whole lot of, uh, of fun because this is definitely a bad situation with some recklessness and some long-term consequences for your character. So do you Right like, off the get-go. Do you like knowing all this stuff? Um, um, what'd you roll? <laughs> what'd you get? Okay. <laughs> Well, I have a plus one, so two. <laughs> All right. So, but a two is not terrible. It's 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 bad, but not a disaster. Okay, because it's between negative five and negative nine. So, what I'll say is, you are hidden from being heard in the clamor, and you feel your uh, case of, of, of first aid items get jostled out of your hand for a moment and you have to step out of line to go recollect it um, by the time you do that uh, unless you have any mitigating pieces you'd like to throw in here um, the ruckus ahead seems to have settled uh no that's fine i guess i would only ask whether or not i get separated from my uh companions so that turns us to zed and francis would you have <laughs> stopped or made adjustments or would you have kept going as the line moved forward um i would have just like as she like rushed toward the ruckus and attention i would have just like sidestepped into the largest group of people 
Simpson faded into them. Homer Simpson fading into the bushes. <laughs> and Francis, what are you? I would. What's the word I'm looking for? Begrudgingly? Is that the word? Begrudgingly. Yeah. Followed, muttering like under my breath. Oh my god! If it's like furries, I'm running away. Furries are sus. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think given the, those two contexts, Zed is hard to spot. But you're able to make out where Francis is because you you know her voice and you're easily able to catch up with them. Um, but this bit of distraction costs you all for a little bit, and you. Um, and you uh, see that the, whatever the ruckus was up ahead has is, is, is resolved itself moving forward into that space, trying to figure out where, where everybody is. Um, you also notice that there are no hurt individuals, um, but there is this older woman she definitely fits the tropes of a Renaissance fair tarot reader. And it's Comic-Con. So who's she cosplaying as? Who is she? Oh, okay. Oh, um, 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 um. Can I... I'm gonna like rush up to her and be like, "Oh my gosh, are you are you playing as um um? Wow, I'm actually really blinking on his name. Hang on. Grace would not. Grace would automatically know his name. And oh, now having... you're the dude from yes, yeah. Princess and the Frog. Yes, yes. Are you Doctor... are you cosplaying as Doctor Facilier? Yes. The old lady, apparently old lady reaches up and she just grabs your hand or do you try to resist at all no i'm i'm i mean i'm 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 kind of used to helping old ladies and and and, and they can be quick when they want to be this will be the last comic con you ever attend unless you're able to find my grandson in there Okay, um, well... Oh my god, how old is your grandson? <laughs> this is my niece. I'm Grace. Hi. This is my niece, Frances. Um, uh, our friend Zed is around here somewhere, but... Zed, could you go ahead and roll a flight check? Just to see how sneakily you got away, if you did. You're muted, by the way. That's a 20. 20? Uh, yes. Is that on your deep dice? Yes. So oh, wait, explodes, sorry. So you get a roll. Never mind. Uh, there's 10. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm used to the D&D swap over. Different system. Thing. All right. Seven. Seven. On a D10 dice? Yep. Awesome. So uh, I, sh I was supposed to tell you ahead of time what the, the difficulty was. It is Comic-Con with a ton of people around. And it is pretty easy to slip away, but um, I was going to set the task success at a seven, so that would be a zero change. So, how well have you slipped away into the the space here? Um, well, now that this lady has like grabbed my companion, I'm just going to like sidle up, 
so, so slightly behind her, and then I'm just going to lean over to the old lady's head and be like, because I'm trying to decide if she's a lizard or not. She could be. Uh, love that. <laughs> I just love that. Picture. Don't mind him. He does that with everyone. Uh, uh, okay. Um, do, do I smell off? You smell like old lady to me. You, uh, you're okay for now. He's he's a young boy, just just turned sixteen, and he's such an adorable young lad. But oh wait, oh my god, do you have his like Snapchat or something? If you show me a picture of him, I could totally just find him. His Snapchat, Snapchat, or like his handle, or like. You know, well, he, he's not a pot. So, no, like social media. He, he's quite social. I've heard he's very adept. Do you have a phone with a photo of him? No, that's why I need help. Oh, okay. I, I was well, trying I... to scare your friend here, but it didn't work. Me? Okay. Well, Boomer, first off, you can't be. <laughs> trying to scare people yeah and i've like ridden haunted or uh, the haunted mansion ride like a thousand times so i'm really hard to scare um but um uh is he wearing a costume today oh yeah uh, he, he, uh, I, I i think so i i don't know he's not wearing his normal clothes okay what color he, are his clothes today well he's all in green and and okay uh, can you see his face or does he have does he have a mask on uh no no mask but he it he called it a portmanteau he said he was loki trek or star loki i don't understand he was wearing this strange green shirt with a... I, it's, it's... Sorry to tell you that he's probably been kidnapped by the Illuminati. They take at least 11 people from Comic-Con every year. Oh my god, it's us. Uh, could I have all three of you just roll uh, charisma checks? <laughs> charm? Yes, charm. Charm, yes, charm. Uh, and the DC for this is a 10. How 12. many old ladies do you smell, Grace? I, uh, I don't know. People take their grandmas to uh, Disneyland all the time. That's all I'm saying. They surprise them with uh And Francis, things. was that on your D12 or just a 12 on something? On your D20, right? Mine's a D20. Yeah. So it was a 12 of a D20. Mine's a D6, so I already failed automatically, but I rolled a 4. Okay, so you rolled a 4. Good. And Grace? Uh, mine's a D8, and I rolled a four. Awesome. So uh, she just turns to you, Francis. He says, I have tickets to uh, uh, uh I didn't know what I was getting. I, he says that he doesn't want to meet this boy, but I thought it was good for him to meet a boy like he is. And she hands out, but she does not let go of uh, tickets to... Um, to a one-on-one -on -one signing and picture session. 
with a certain young celebrity that you are very excited to meet, but didn't quite get that as part of your deal. France, I won't do it on the mic, but Francis absolutely does like little girl hasn't hit puberty scream that like ear piercing ah, and like jumps up and down. <laughs> uh, she, she, she kind of smiles waverly at you, but like she's clearly used to young kids and, and, and enthusiasm. If you can find my grandson and bring him here, these are yours. Oh my God, I totally have this. What's his name? Uh, Brandon. Okay, and I'm gonna like whip Sorry. my phone out. Brandon or Brendan? Brandon. Brandon, okay. And is that spelled B-R-A-N-D-O-N or E-N? O-N. Okay. Brandon and he Sanders. was wearing green. And about how tall would you say he is? Oh, and she kind of reaches up above her head just a little bit. And you get a sense that she's pointing at about five, 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 six. And then she pauses a moment and goes, oh, but he did have a growth spurt. And she raises her hand a little bit higher. Okay. So we'll go with five, seven, five, eight. Okay. Yeah. All right. And what color hair does he have? Black. Black. Okay. Black hair. Green shirt. Lustrous black hair. He's just <gasps> lustrous. Oh, he's the light of. And does he light. have your color eyes? Does he get the? Does he get? Did he get your eyes? Oh, he didn't. Uh, his eyes are much more green. Okay. I just have these plain old blue eyes. Okay. And what's your name, so that if we, you know, we can confirm. Uh, I'll, I'll wait right here next to that. Uh. Uh talking hot dog okay and what and what's your name uh, oh mary beth mary beth next to the talking hot dog all right okay you leave this to me i'm a tour guide and i i am out people try to wander off all the time in the middle of my tours but i memorize what everybody looks like before we start and that way i can just snatch them out of a crowd oh oh that's a Good idea. Um, you just reminded me. And she pulls out her purse. And it's one of those gigantic purses that get everything lost. And she starts pawing through it. And then she pulls out a big, huge, fat wallet. I have a picture of him from three years ago. And she pulls out a photo of a 13-year-old who definitely looks like, You get a sense of what it, her grandson looked photo. like. It is totally a school photo. It's got that wackadoo backdrop that all school photos have <laughs> and he's sitting perched sideways with his head perched forward and you can see that he's not interested in smiling but he's doing the begrudging i know that parents are gonna so it's this does he have a bowl cut <laughs> no he does not have a bowl cut his hair does appear to be fairly long in this picture though and she proceeds to say, well, he's got a haircut since then, but uh, it's quite, he's got, what do you call them, a, a, a pompadour. Those came back in, I guess. Ah, okay. Well, um, uh, 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 oh, good hygiene for a teenager. Jewelry on his chest. Did I mention he has jewelry on his chest? Like he necklaces? Said it was his communicator, but that seems very odd. Hmm. Okay. And he has. Uh, he doesn't know I saw it, but in his backpack, I saw that he had these 
strange horns. I, I suppose he's planning to do some sort of performance or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, it's probably part of his costume. Yes. I'm going to lean over to Francis and be like, the time variance authority is real. Oh, yeah. Well, I a think um, Francis can uh, said, do you, can you think of any other information that we might need in order to find um, Brandon? Oh my gosh, no. I already have a great idea of what we should do to find him. And we don't even have to do very much. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm going to just do it. I'm going to pull out my phone. She meanders off to the side and you, you can see that she's Toodles. literally doddering her way over to the hot dog that is one of those inflatable uh, crazy things that just wiggle all over oh, the place and go insane. And she's just standing there as it kind of whips by her. Continuously has a spell going into it. Yes. Continuously filled with more air. Love it. Um, and I'm going to like open up, I don't know, like TikTok or something since we're in modern day. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, Grace, I have like 8,000 followers by now. So, oh my God, really? So, I know, right? Ever since like Jamie's like birthday, I got like 500 more. Wow. I know. So I'm going to just do this and I'm going to pull out my phone. On average, 10% like, of your social media following is intelligent AI. Just <laughs> Okay. They still follow me and I get those numbers. So, and I'm like, and start I just my video. Give Zed an elbow to the rib. <laughs> I'm be said, oh my gosh, everyone, I'm at Comic-Con. I'm here with my Aunt Grace. Say hi, Grace. Hi. And this is her weird uh, neighbor, Zed, who does, he's the one who does the podcast that we love to watch. And then I'm going to like flip the phone and like zoom in on the grandma and be like, that's Brandon's grandma. We're looking for him. And then like flip it back to me. Okay. So Grace, help me with this part. He's got like a pompadour black hair, pretty green eyes. He's like five, what, eight-ish? Yeah. Five, seven, five, eight, we think. And he's in like green and he's like cosplaying, but we don't really exactly know what he's looking for. So if you see a cute boy you know, who kind of fits this description, DM me. Tell me where you saw them. Okay, bye. So you go to post that, and now I want to have you tell me. Um, I, I definitely feel like this apply in your charisma world. Um, but if you have an argument for any of your other things, please just go ahead and tell me what which... which uh, character stat you think this is applied to and if you have any additional pieces that fit into this um i mean i think i don't know if brains could count but like she definitely you know has the know-how of like the perfect hashtags you know the perfect location add-ons like all the things to get to the like make the algorithm sent to the right person at Comic-Con who may see this person. So even if they're not my friends, you know, it'll get to their For You page. So for mm -hmm. with, a, with using a brains check and like just, I'm gonna, the, the DC is gonna be lower than it would have been for the Charisma check because it would have been just impressive for you to pull that off just through pure charm. So <laughs> I'm gonna say that this task is at a seven. 
So you need to get higher than a seven on your brains check. So go ahead okay. and roll, roll for brains. And what does a d10 look like again? Flying saucer. Yes. Flying saucer. UFO. Where are you? It's like you post that TikTok thing right where you are. Just... Ah, there you are. Found it. I think. Zed, you're trying to stay like out of sight a little bit. So could you just really quickly roll a flight check just to see if um, you were successfully able to escape the radar of the four? Okay. Um, I was gonna. I gotta remember to tell you what it is up ahead of time because you can spend adversity tokens, but you failed too. So now you have two adversity tokens in your life. Uh, Grace, you have one from the failure from before. Uh, Francis, what did you just roll? An eight. An eight. Um, so you are successful. You're not like extraordinarily successful, but you are successful. Uh, what does that look like? Like, are you already getting DMs as people take snaps of various dark haired boys dressed in green around the convention? Or what does this look like? Um, I would say so. Maybe not necessarily like any of them that would be like, "Ooh, this could be it." But definitely, I'm getting a lot of messages, or just being like, "Oh my god, you're at Comic Con!" Messages as well. Okay, so yeah, you definitely have gained traction with this. Uh, Zed, you were unsuccessful at kind of trying to be indiscreet after the the post, and there's now cross platform talk about, oh, he's going to be at room 480 for the talk. And then you start to hear people around you have recognized Zed. And there's a lot of attention headed your way, just as people look up from their phones and look around. Yeah, they me. <laughs> Zed, you have fans. This is awesome. Fans plus the CIA. <laughs> Which is great. Just as he I mean, an audience C is an audience. <laughs> Until I disappear to a black site because I know too much. Mm. Just, just as Jason, or just as Zed and Yule, you arrived at the security checkpoint and they, they're doing going through the motions of, of the security check. Uh, Grace, I'm guessing you're first at this point because Zed has definitely moved a little bit um are how do you handle the check like you have your first aid kit oh i'm absolutely like my bag is already open um <laughs> i don't have anything in my pockets um my ears are off and in my bag um my wristband is uh nice and snug and um <laughs> i have my mask like I have my fingertips pinching my mask, ready to pull down so that they can see my face to make sure that it's me. <laughs> awesome. So I just want you to go ahead and enroll a charm check uh, just because of how amazing it, would, it is for them to see somebody who actually is prepped and ready to go. Uh, the DC for this is really low. It's only a three. Okay. Uh, it's a, mine roll is a D eight and it, uh, I rolled a five. Okay. So yeah, you, you, you're, you're through whisked through that, that line so fast. Uh, you're on the other side and just, and 
right behind you was who would, wants to be in the second, Seth or Francis? Either. I can go yeah. next, you and I going. can definitely say that she's not ready. She's got a phone on, her bag is on, like, change in her pocket. Okay, so I want you to... Like, going that. through her DMs, like, trying to find this boy. <laughs> I want you to also roll a charisma check, uh, but because you're not ready, I want your DC's a little bit higher, you're going to be at a 16. Okay. Because it's like they're dealing with this teenager who's... Five. Uh, yeah. So, so you uh, get up there and you're trying to. They're, they're trying to check you through. And uh, Zed, you can't get through that line. They actually call you over to a second line because France is just taking too long. It's <laughs> too much of a mess. You can see that people around are kind of sighing, um, and you're forced to go to the second uh, station. I'm gonna be like. Um, when I was invited for my panel, and I show my exhibitor badge, management assured me I would not have to walk through the x-ray machine. Uh, what would you consider this, uh, like, like how you're trying to convince them to not scan you, basically? Uh, Grit. Would this be... <laughs> what what, what stat would you be doing? Um, are you trying to intimidate, or are you trying to... No. Like, um, and then I'm going to pull out, because I'm going to go brains, I'm going to pull out a card that's very official that says I have a titanium plate in my head. <laughs> okay, so go ahead and roll that brains check. Let's see how successful you are. Uh, wait, don't, don't, don't tell me yet. Um, it is going to be an eight. Thirteen. Nice. Yeah, the, this person seems to just like... Oh, oh d no worries, no worries. We do need to... Uh, you're, you're, you're fine, you're fine. And somebody behind you just says that they're saying you're fine unless you want to narrate this differently. Uh, somebody behind you goes, oh no, he, he's going to be at the panel. He's the, the, the podcaster. I'm not. And then I just like run, run <laughs> to the other side of the thing around it. Uh, awesome. So uh, Grace, you're reunited with Zed and Francis is still stuck behind. Uh, the two of you have a moment to just in this space see all the massive mess going along what are what are you up to if anything well i mean it's it it kind of reminds me of you know of of disneyland and like it's you know there's a lot of people and a lot of lines um but um i mean i guess the one advantage this place has is that you can actually dress up you know like you're you can actually like dress up like the characters you know they get mad at you if you do that at disney so I would say that you, um, as you're as you're sitting there, kind of checking things out, you're scoping things out, getting a sense of where everything is. Um, you decide right now which stat you're going to use for finding and navigating through Comic Con. Uh, definitely uh, brains. Okay, so anytime oh, the you're trying to find your way through, it'll be a brains roll. Uh, for that specific thing of traveling through because of your your strength at navigating spaces, you get to add a plus two to that role. Okay. Okay. So eventually, um, Francis comes wa walking up and the, all three of you are there. Francis, as you were standing there in line, and part of what held things up was that you got a picture that looks like a much older version of the boy you saw in the picture. 
uh, but with just an acne spot on his cheek, um, which oddly enough doesn't serve to diminish his appeal. It seems to almost be a beauty mark in where it's placed. Um, but there you, you see a picture and it's at the fourth floor. The picture's a little bit blurry, but the post, the poster who DM'd you has a little message that they're on the fourth floor. I'm gonna run up to Zed and Grace and be like, oh my God, we have a clue. And I'm gonna show them the photo. Oh, maybe fourth, fourth floor. Maybe? Fourth floor? Okay. And I, I pull out my phone because I have the map saved uh, to my home screen. To uh, the home screen. <laughs> That's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do this in my real life. <laughs> this is what Jess is doing immediately after the podcast for tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's taking all the notes that Grace provided to <laughs> navigate Comic Con tomorrow. Um, and I pull it up and I go, okay. Uh, based on where we are, we're this far from the entrance, there should be, we can either take the escalators up, uh, and those are, I would say, maybe like, mm, let's see, how far is the, the rock and roll ride? That's like, um, maybe like, like rock and roll the, the towery thing, right? Yeah, no, so no. like, yeah, 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 so like, uh, maybe like five, five, five hundred feet? Like, like definitely walkable like but like like you know um unfortunately that's the only set of escalators there's stairs in the middle that are a lot closer that's about 200 feet and then if we uh actually there's an elevator right there but it's technically for um for people who um well you know who who need uh, assistance and like can't take the stairs. So we should probably take the stairs. Yeah. I will okay. So where are you, you gonna go? Said? I'm gonna go take the elevator, but when the elevator is closed, I'm gonna change my shirt so that I am wearing different clothes when I walk out up to upstairs. <laughs> uh so oh my God! Said I just want you to because I think that like there's kind of like this direction with Grace and Francis getting to the, to the location where Grace is describing how to get there. That I I think you're gonna have to kind of like slip away and then also change your clothes. So could you just roll a really quick flight check? I don't think Grace or Francis are looking for you. If you would like to compete against this roll, you can. But the DC for this is just going to be a five. Seven. Seven. Awesome. So you quickly. Do you want to just describe what, what happens as you like both leave your two companions and get to the elevator and what happens? I'll just be like, lead the way. And as they walk away, I'll just turn and walk into the elevator. I guess they turn away from me. And then like the elevator door will close and then it will open on the fourth floor and I'm in a completely different shirt with a hat on and sunglasses. All right. So Grace and Francis, I want to see if you actually even notice him. And so I would love for you to uh, both roll a charm unless you have a reason that something else might be useful to spotting this individual? Um, I mean, I guess it's not the specific skill that I said that I said it physically in the game. Be a seven. But um, no charm, I guess, would be I, 
I guess so. My 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 job is a tour guide, right? And I yeah. said earlier that I, I'm used to people, people like wandering yeah. off, but usually it's so like I would say that's a grit roll if you okay. want to use that. Um, and based on your previous experience, I would say that your uh, the roll for this is a five. Okay. What'd you get, Francis, for your charm? Three. Yeah. So you take another. You take an adversity token. So remember, oh. you can use the adversity tokens to succeed on things by adding up each token Ooh, or giving them to somebody one. else. Okay. So if you can think of a reason you would have been able to give somebody that adversity token when they're trying to roll something, you can give it, or you can use it for yourself. Okay. Do I have to say that before they say their roll? Uh, no, because I say the what the number is is the goal first. Uh -huh. I'm supposed to do that. Yeah. And so you know what you're trying to work towards, and you if you can if you're like, oh my gosh, if they just have one more, they'll be at that point. You can spend it and describe how you would be helping them. Yeah, yeah, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, Grace, yeah, yeah. What'd you get for your? Book? Um. So it's a. I rolled a d10 and I rolled a four and I have a plus one, so it is a five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You you, you get oh, up sting. there. You're you're going up the escalator and you look behind you. You're like, oh. you just. Yeah, the reason I didn't notice right away because I would like I went into tour guide mode, so I pulled out. I have an extendable, like kind of like a you know like the pointers, like a yeah. like a like the little thing flag with a flag on the end that has a rainbow Disney logo, and then also uh, my ears. Uh, I turned them on and they started blinking, and I and I went follow me, follow me. So you have a totem? Is that what you're saying? Oh. Yeah. Uh, and I just like start walking off, like kind of waving it the the flag like back and forth in my hand, um, and I just assumed that he was going to follow me because he's not like I don't necessarily categorize him as a stupid tourist. All right, so yeah, you you it, you it it isn't until you get up to the top of the escalators that you are aware that he's missing and you look around and it does take you a moment to spot him because he has changed. Um, but you recognize your neighbor with a five in grit. Cause I did say five was the, the goal. So you, you recognize him. And, um, but Francis, <laughs> as, as Ed kind of comes up to you both, uh, you take a moment and you just really look around. <gasps> ah, oh my God. Zed. Where? Costume change. Why? Why not? I mean, do you, but... If you change your clothes every 40 minutes, they can never find you. Okay. I'm not sure that's works. how that works, but... Um... Uh, Zed, could you just roll a charisma check for people around you? Just the, the DC for this is a 10. I well, have you... a D6, so... Yeah, but if explodes, explodes. That's a one. So you got another adversity token. <laughs> and... Uh, Francis, I think you're very aware, um, although Zed doesn't seem to be as aware of this, and Grace, you're vaguely aware, that people are just giving your trio a wide berth right now. <laughs> and, as, and you yeah. kind of have this little island, which is not normal at Comic-Con, of just space to yourself. Zed might be an asset or a liability, but you definitely have some space right now. 
as he like right after he says the clothes comment i'm gonna say speaking of clothes did you know that in aladdin every time he his, he lies the feather in his turban like falls in front of his face oh my god wait what no yeah isn't that cool did you know that disney created frozen so that um it would hide google searches about Walt Disney actually being cryogenically frozen. Oh my God. You talked about that on your podcast a couple of weeks ago, right? I did. Knew it. Uh, it's all true. Francis, go ahead and roll a charisma roll. The goal is a 20. Oh God. <laughs> you can, can do it. Go ahead and use that token thing right now. <laughs> Only if you want it to win. Yeah. How do I use it? I want it. You want to? Okay, you yeah. just you, you just it just disappears. So if this will get you to a twenty, yeah, use yeah, it. Yeah, that. <laughs> so, so you 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 had a nineteen and you add that and you got twenty now. No, I had a six. <laughs> oh, you want to use it to keep it from being terrible? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. You can use it to keep it from being. Yeah, I guess it is one point from being terribly bad. Uh, you. <laughs> The, the issue isn't so much what's being said is that for this moment, you just kind of just let down some of your teenage popular girl guard and have allowed a little bit of that younger nerdy self come out that used to go to Disney with your cousin and you just kind of like seemed a little too eager. And that space that was being given to your group has now grown tremendously. Uh, and you're all being avoided. Um, in fact, it almost feels like the hall is clearing a little. And people are making other ways around. I'm going to walk over to the nearest wall and reach into my bag, take out a piece of paper and some scotch tape. I'm going to tape it to the wall. And it just says, you're always being followed. And there's a QR code that goes to my podcast. Uh, could you just roll um... a grit check on that? I'm not as he goes to goes to do that. I'm like, I'm not sure we're allowed to. Yep, yeah, nope, never mind. Uh, and I turn to her and I say, or turn to Francis uh, and say, "That's check seven. is a ten. Did you get seven? Okay, take another adversity token. And... I was going to say, how many adversity tokens do you have? It's fine. Like, Save them. Great, you can use them. Save them up. Save them up. Later. Uh, I'm going to drop so, 40 of them on the most important thing. That <laughs> so as you all walk away, uh, um, I think one of you notices that somebody comes up very tentatively and looks at it and then just tears it off. <gasps> um, but you're continuing on your way, Grace leading you to the location she thinks where he's at. Um, Grace, could you just go ahead and roll uh, your what did you, we decide that it was going to be a brains check with a plus two? Yeah. Yes. Okay, go ahead and roll that. All right. <laughs> That's a 20. <laughs> a, a natural 20 on your natural 20 dice. So that exploded. So you get to roll yeah. that 20. And that gets added on top of your 20. Uh, so that's a nine. So 29 and then 29 plus the two. Plus two so 31. 31. Hey, do you Jesus. have any other bonuses to brains? You're an adult, so you get a plus one to brains usually. So, so 32. It's so is it a okay? I wasn't sure if it so, was if yeah, okay. So that is <laughs> 10. And I said 
It's wow. 22 over. Yeah, so uh, that is a lot <laughs> over. Um, <laughs> this is the, one of those moments where things just go ridiculously well for you. And you just fluidly move through the spaces. Maybe it was because everybody cleared out around you. Maybe it's maybe it's Maybelline. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I thought it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you definitely have success in this. Describe to me your finding and locating the spot where Brandon was. All right. And um, be as embroidery as happy as you want to because you did roll over a ten. Okay, uh, I turn. I turn to Francis and I, and I say, "I promise I'll give this back." And I snatch the phone out of her hand, and I and I'm assuming she has the photo up because I'm assuming she's just staring at this boy the entire time. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I take a look at the phone and I like look in the background and see the signs for all the various vendors and such. So and I notice that there's a big uh, Konami sign right behind it and then there's a dragon ball z uh uh thing right next to it so i'm like oh my gosh i know exactly where this is and i hand the phone back to grace and as she takes it i then grab onto her wrist and then i say grab zed and then i start like weaving through when we make it we make a chain and head directly to the the uh konami booth yeah um with that super high bit of success, I think that also a component happens is that there is a crew of teenagers, Francis, um, people who follow you. And there's also a crew of uh, podcast enthusiasts um, all standing at that location, talking and looking around and where, 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 where's Brandon? Where's Brandon? And then the podcast enthusiasts are the moment they look for Zed, Zed, are you trying to go under the radar here in this moment, or? Um, always. Always. <laughs> okay. So go ahead and roll another flight check with a ten difficulty. Eight. Eight. What, what is your? What is your flight? What is it? What, what uh, dice do you use for? 10? D10, yeah. okay. So yeah, uh, that's another adversity token that you, you get. And oh no. He's gonna have all the adversity tokens to use when you all really need it. But uh, it's not a mob, but there's definitely a lot of people taking photos of you in this moment, Zed. And then a couple of them come up and try to engage you in conversation. Oh, you're, 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 oh, we're looking forward to your session. Ah, oh, you've got the best podcast. It, it, it's, it's what helps me get started in the morning. It just makes me smile so just much. Trying to, so, trying to get the truth out there. I'm glad, I'm glad to be of help to you. It's like, ah, <laughs> you're such a character. Right. And then I'm just going to grab my shirt right here, just pull it and then tear it. It's going to tear away my outfit. I'm just going to drop it in the nearest trash can and then just walk away. <laughs> New clothes again. Maybe uh, your secret skill needs to be like a <laughs> magician quick change <laughs> at one point. That's what you uh, were. So, uh, so yeah, you, uh, could you just go ahead and roll another flight check? Uh, this time, I think with the drama of what you just did, unless you have a, another thing you can make a case for. Um, seven was your goal. I'm gonna keep it because it was a ten. <laughs> did a, you roll a ten? I did roll a ten. So it explodes. You can roll it again. 
and then I rolled a one. So, it's 11. so 11, 11. But you get a plus one as an adult, right? 12. For Does what? grit no. have a gray one on it? Oh, for grit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I rolled the wrong dice. Sorry. Hang on. Oh, no, no. You said flight. Oh, right? no. Flight. That's why I did mean flight. So I, I know. So I don't have a plus one. So it's an 11. Yeah. Okay. So with an 11, yeah, you're. you're what, what does it look like you besides you know ripping that off and, and going off where where are you headed and and how do you lose this crew that's just actually so i'm gonna walk like say there's two back-to-back booths and there's like yeah, much room behind them mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna walk into that space and then tear away my clothes and just drop them back there and walk out like at the other side like between two of this and just come back and stand by my friends again and not wearing like a uh, for uh, Jorge, our new listener, I'll say I'm wearing a Ninja Turtles t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, Jess, all these people are, that you are, uh, are vaguely aware are followers of yours are standing there. Um, you do notice on your TikTok that you've, you're kind of blowing up right now. There's a lot of uh, people that don't really fit your vibe who are suddenly following you. Um and, and there's a, a lot of different uh, folks like that. There, there's currently one of the hashtags you said was human scavenger hunt, you know, hashtag human scavenger. Uh, it's trending, but there's been some that have had add-ons like human scavenger Francis, find Francis's boy, uh, Francis got a boyfriend. They're all <laughs> trending right now and they're all getting sub or, or additional uh, hashtags of NYCC Comic Con, and it's all just trending together in this like weird <laughs> sub-trending space of New York City Comic Con. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Your instant's gonna blow up so much right now. Oh my god. Oh, Andy. <laughs> Never mind. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, so grace what what are you up to seeing like kind of again zed doing the disappearing act and reappearing there's all these people that are now surrounding francis so grace what are you what what, you found the spot um i mean i'm gonna be looking around for uh the boy um (laughs) different the boy Yes, another yes, the boy. Another the boy. Um, the but also, as a side comment, I'm going to look at Zed and say, well, I guess I know what was in all those Amazon packages. Um, and then just because, uh, just to like stir the pot a little, I'll be like, you know they know all your sizes now, right? Sorry. You notice how this shirt is a little bit too big? You never order the same size twice? Exactly. Mm. There's only so many sizes. <laughs> yeah, but he orders yeah, from a different... Am I? Um, all right, so... we'll, put it, we'll put it this way. Uh, he never orders the same size from the same brand twice. Impressive. You should get sponsorships. Hmm. Get some free stuff. Uh, I do have sponsorships. My podcast. Do they send you clothes? They probably send them to my PO box in the Cayman Islands. So I don't know. Um, 
Zed, could you just, for fun, <laughs> roll a charisma check, a, a charm check, to see, just, I, I like this idea of this esoteric little P.O. box in the Cayman Islands, and um, you see on this is a eight. Um, there's a five. I'm going to burn three tokens for me to... So, so I don't know why this one's the one that called out to me to use tokens, but uh, yeah, I can't let them find my PO box. So uh, <laughs> you um, have several times thought that your PO box might be compromised and, and have moved it around from different place to different place. But you're one of the Cayman Islands has held steady. It's been it's been your rock of of fan mail, and and you do have a contact in that area who scans and shares the information through several other dummy drop sites that you've set up. Um, and I'll just say this is that you get pictures of the clothing, but the, the clothing never makes it to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're here in the space where that, the, where Brendan was last seen, um, there's vendors talking a mile a minute to different people. There's kind of uh, a bit of chaos. Uh, Francis, your crew of, of scavenger hunters are still there at this moment, but um, some of them are wandering off as the, the, the excitement wanes for them. Uh, what are all y'all doing? Grace was kind of looking around, but also interacting with Zed. So. What, but uh, I also am straight up, you know, I'm in my mind, this kind of translates to like a kid has wandered away from their mom at the park. Okay. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Whoop, wah, where is it? Okay, sorry. I have an alarm. Okay. Uh, uh, so could you roll a grit check before you share anything more? Okay. And it is in a 12. Okay. That's going to be tough. One would even say impossible. <laughs> Five. Five. Uh, it's okay. bad, but not a disaster. Uh, you're trying to look around, and you can't spot him anywhere. Take an adversity okay. token, yep. uh, but you can't spot him anywhere. Francis, what about you? What, how are I... you interacting with the space at this time? go up to like the people who I think are more my normal vibe people and I go okay who's seen them who's seen the boy and uh, then I okay. just go Brandon <laughs> uh, I would like you to roll a charm check and for you this is going to be a six Ten. <laughs> ten. So with a ten. Rolling real bad. <laughs> but that's. That's beat it, I guess. Plus four, yeah. So uh, you succeed. It's not impressive levels of success over the top, but you do get some people who just chat and like say, like, I think they went down towards where the, the, uh, the Star Trek stuff is. And then another person counter argues, and like, but, but I thought that they had, aren't they dressed as like a Loki? Which Loki are they? I didn't really get their costume. Um, and you kind of get this little sub conversation going on. Um, but you do have a general sense <gasps> that they went down one of the Loki, that's what the old lady was saying. 
Well, yeah, but she said like Loki Shrek or I something was, like that. I took it as like Loki, not Loki. Oh, I could have told you that. Okay. So uh, I want to. I have a retroactive brains check from all three of you. <laughs> Which? All three. Uh, oh, oh, brains, sorry. And the DC on this is a 10. Across the 11. Board. Okay. Unnatural 20. Yeah, cool. five. Oh, wait, actually 12. <laughs> Sorry. 12. I so, uh, Francis, you take an adversity token. Um, <laughs> the other two of you um, both, uh, I think you said unnatural 20. Mm -hmm. You said 12. Um, so, Zed, you remember that she said that he, that he indicated that he was doing a portmanteau. And you know that portmanteaus generally mean two different things coming together, and it's usually a literary term. Um, and you've heard of conspiracy portmanteaus. Grace. As you hear Loki and Star Trek, you suddenly just put it all, all the pieces together. You're like, he's doing a Star Trek, Star Trek Loki. Okay. So he's he's definitely an active Comic-Con person yeah. to take that extra step of doing a portmanteau-style cosplay. Yeah. And you have the maps memorized, especially with a, a 10 over on this. You have the maps memorized. You know where all the Trekkie stuff is and all the Loki stuff is on this floor. Right. And there's actually a panel up here that... Let me go find my little notes because I did write my notes here. There is a panel called Hero at Law, the law and practice of representing comic book creators and publishers. And you know that there's somebody who specifically is on this panel, Jeff Trexler, who deals with how to get your portmanteau comic published. Somebody's looking at the NYCC agenda. <laughs> Somebody spent a lot of time looking at the NYCC agenda. <laughs> Somebody may have given a certain individual on that thing a shout out who may or may not actually have anything to do with what I said. <laughs> um, I'll be like, and I'm just going to do like one of these, like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't even make this connection. Okay. So he, he is going to be, if he's not there already in line, which I'm sure he is because like, why would you not line up like 30, at least 30 minutes before any panel? Um, uh, he is going to be in the next room over, and uh, it, and the panel starts in like fifteen minutes. So all we got to do is go over to the line and look for him. Well, okay. Well, first we have to give a part two of our our update. So I'm gonna whip out my phone and I'll go to the people who are waiting. Oh my god, do y'all want to be featured in my like TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get several nods. Uh, Amazing. So I start the video and I go. As she does that, I take a mustache out of my pocket and put it on. <laughs> I go. <laughs> okay, I was not thinking that this was going to blow up like this. So here's the part two. We realized that Brandon is a combination of a Loki and a Star Trek character. And I like go to like the people, be like, they're helping us find it. We're heading to... Uh, Grace, what what room are we heading to? Um, one B twenty six. One B twenty six to find Brandon. I'll let you know in part three 
if I get enough likes and subscribes, if we find them. Bye. And I I'm post it. Like, uh, could could you roll roll a charm check again? Okay. Um, and the DC for this is Spot. now a ten. Uh, okay. I'll also give you this. You may not want to win this. <laughs> Great, because I literally rolled a nine. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So it it hits, and you definitely the people around you definitely like. Oh, we're on the post. We're on the post, and they're all there's a little bit of excitement. Um, you definitely got the message out there though um it's just uh it's it doesn't seem to as you walk down the halls as grace continues to lead you all down that way and take an adversity token for this francis uh it doesn't seem to take you uh to um uh, uh too long to get down there except you do get to a space where there's a bunch of little kids dressed up as Jedi and they've kind of blocked the hall off. Um, you can see that there's a little uh, a sign for 11 o'clock. It's currently 1045 and you know that uh, the, the Loki thing is, or the, the, the Portmanteau Comics Hero at Law session is at 1045 because Grace knows this immediately. But the okay. Padawan Training Institute is from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can see on the sign and these kids are already lined up, but they've kind of blocked the hall and they have their lightsabers out and they're having a play fight right in the middle of the space. The three of you are kind of held up by this massive group of small human beings with lightsabers and they're clearly overworked, overdone parents who are also dressed up in various levels of how much they were willing to engage in being uh, a Jedi. You do see a couple of Wookiees and a couple of Darth Vaders, but um, for the most part, this is a mass of... I was so thinking that. <laughs> nope. Um, okay. Go full Anakin. Okay. The peanut gallery. Um, I was so going to like go to YouTube term. and like start um, playing the da, 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 da. da. <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna go. How are you handling this? All right, oh, I'm just gonna clap my hands and and um, uh, like a kind of like a clap clap. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. All my little younglings, if you can hear me, say Baby Yoda. Uh, go ahead and roll a charm. Um, the DC I for this is absolutely pull my a phone six. out and record. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So remember, folks, you can contribute your adversity tokens to someone else if you think of a way that you've assisted them in their work. Just a reminder for that. But otherwise, and you can also spend your own if you want to, Grace. But if you don't want to, that's fine. I mean, oh. it still wouldn't put me up over it, so. Wait, what is the thing and what's your what was your role? She rolled um, a three. She needs to get a six. I have two. I will give you my two tokens. And, be like, uh, and, he, and Baby Yoda's being carried by Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> okay, so you can give them one. Uh, oh, okay. Francis, I give her one, and I say, you're going to be on TikTok! And I keep recording. <laughs> okay, so that's how they're contributing to this. Are you going to spend your own adversity token 
to get yes. up to the six. Uh, let me yeah. so, turn one and delete one. Yes. So that's kind of how it works when you have the adversity tokens. You can describe what you're going to do to contribute to their situation. You give them the adversity token. You can also give yourself one of yours at any time. You can actually spend multiple of your own, but you can only give one of yours. So when okay. you're giving, <laughs> it's only one. But when you use them, you can use multiple on yourself. Uh, so uh, as you make this announcement and your friends are kind of uh, or your companions are kind of engaging with this and promoting it in the same moment. Uh, all of the little Anakins and and, and Princess Leia's and uh, uh, um, Chewies, oh, Chewies, and all like just the whole slurry of little kids with lightsabers stops for a moment, and they all shout out, "Baby Yoda!" Great. Remember, do or, or there is no try. Do or. Several of them just sit there with their eyes wide, and then a couple of the older ones. Don't. <laughs> Close. Do not. And one of the things that we do not do at a Comic-Con is block the hallway. So I need half of you to go to this side and the other half of you to go to this side, and I need you to bless us with your lightsabers and make a bridge so we can cross under and get past, okay? <laughs> Uh, okay, so I would just like to have you roll again, because this is hilarious. I would like you to go ahead and roll, or anybody who's participating in this can, can uh, a charm again. Uh, you've gotten their attention, so I'll say that the DC for this, and they're little kids, and this sounds like a little kid fun thing, the, the DC for this is a four. Okay. I should not have made this a D8, but, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I may be great with kids, bad with adults. <laughs> it's a six okay uh yeah so so they it takes them a little bit of organizing and the adults almost look at, at you like you're a crazy woman but then when they see the kids starting to organize and they see that they're actually following somebody's directions there's also a little bit of work of like wonder and and so so the adults seem to have been skeptical but the kids totally got into it and before too long, you, and Francis recording the entire time, the three of you are strolling under a halo of lightsabers that are not quite high enough in the air, but close enough that you are give, given a salute. You make your way through. And as, as uh, and I stop at the end and make sure they both pass. And then as I do, I go, may the force be with you. And then I. <laughs> you hear, may the force be with you. And then there's total chaos breaks out as sword fights resume <laughs> uh great that so, is so amazing and i wish that would actually happen <laughs> <laughs> oh, they do they do have it you know they have <laughs> they have the blaster trooper and they have like jedi training i think that they they do. definitely the do, kids. but it's always in like the family zone, which is like in yeah. the back corner. Yeah, yeah but it's so if, you, if you go there, then you have to like battle a seven-year-old, and you feel weird. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, just the the sorry, no, no, no. I'll, ass, I'll say it after. I'll say it after. So Stay just, on target. The, Stay uh, on target. You you've recorded this. Are you doing anything with the recording, or was it just recording? Oh, I was live streaming. Oh, you were live streaming. Full Excellent. on live streaming. So can I have you do a? charm check again but this time i it, your dc because of just the ridiculousness that occurred is an eight okay oh 
Oh my gosh. I'm gonna... I passed it, so I'm not gonna use my token, so it's a nine. Okay. So with Such a nine, bad rolls. <laughs> it's not bad. It succeeds. It's just not impressively successful. Yeah. Uh, you, you see that now you've had two posts that didn't really trend the way your first one did, and it is a little disheartening, um, and it's frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but this one does do a little bit better than the last one as your live stream kind of peters out too quickly. And then just as you're seeing all the kids go back into chaos, you lose connection and your live stream ends. What's the matter? So lame. I just, my posts aren't doing very well. Oh, they do better. Well. Sorry. CIA is shutting you down. It doesn't matter. Let's just go find Brandon and go get these tickets. Um, Zed, as you're walking along, you notice the room that you're going to be in later for your podcast and that the, there's no sign up yet. There's a different session going on, but you do note the room. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look in. Uh, go ahead and just roll a charm check. The DC on this is a 12. Zed, oh. what doesn't someone in the Illuminati look like? What was the skill check? 12. Charm. A fail. That's a three. What'd you roll? I rolled a three. A three. Okay. Sorry, when your mouth went away from the mic, I couldn't quite pick it up. So, uh, yeah, with a three from a 12, uh, someone in the room spots you, makes eye contact, and starts to stand up and starts to walk towards you, I just walking step around. Back the and just close the door to the room and then take the back <laughs> and walk away. Uh, roll another flight check. <laughs> nope. So, take an adversity token. But also uh, roll a flight check. The flight check on this is a six. They're not trying that hard. That's a two. <laughs> Take another adversity token. Uh, but it's only it's only a little bit below. Um, they 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 come out uh, and they see just just as you finally getting the mustache off. They 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 make, oh your session's not for a little bit. But do you do you, do you need to do a mic check? We're almost done. Um. How long before my session? It's like evening. This is earlier in the day. This is just now um, no. scrolling up to 11. I'll come back. All right. But uh, if you if you needed the room, we'll, 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 you'll have an hour right beforehand. Nobody will be in here. Uh, we, we're able to get you that. Uh, we know you, you have uh, some some uh, privacy that you need. I appreciate that. And then I just take off my Ninja Trills t-shirt and there's another t-shirt underneath of it and I just hand it to them and then I walk away and join my friends. Uh, go ahead and roll a charm check. The DC on this is a four. That's four. Yeah. They, 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 they look at it and they kind of look up and they kind of smile and you realize that this is somebody who might be a fan of the podcast. That's a good point, Andy. You hear uh, uh, Grace, I think, probably hears this 
because Francis is busy on her social media, but you you hear Grace as as this person turns away and goes, he is hilarious. Damn. Like, how does he deadpan like that all the time? And just kind of walks back into the session that they were moderating for. Uh, so, but I would I love- move halfway around the cube after this. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? So I'm gonna have to move halfway around the cube after this. Oh, sorry. Well, the, you see, the world is a cube, and that's why it's so easy to convince people that it's flat. But only sheep think that it's flat. Obviously, it's a cube. Got it. Yeah. Right. I mean, the sides are flat, so you, know, you could still fall off if you don't you know, make the corner, I guess. But. Mm. So what side are we on? The American side. <laughs> Good answer, America. I'm sorry, I couldn't keep that. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't say. I'm sorry. God. Well, I love that my job right now is just to laugh with you all when you're doing this stuff. <laughs> if I was in a character right now, I don't think I could have kept a straight face. What's really funny is that I was genuinely, I was genuinely curious what side he thought we were on. I was not actually trying to disprove. <laughs> I was just genuinely curious what the answer was going to be, Three. and that was not the answer I thought. Three. Oh, the third side. Three. The third side. I numbered the sides. We're on the third side. All right. Uh, so you all continue on, and you come up to the to the session. Uh, there is a uh, what looks like someone standing in front of the doors, and, and as you come up, they go, "Oh, we're, we're full. Uh, no more. You have to have a ticket to get in." Oh, wait, but the panel doesn't start for another five minutes. Uh, yeah, they're already in there. Um, okay. Um, I actually don't want to see the panel. I'm actually just, uh, um, I'm, 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 um, um, I'm part of, uh, uh, um, 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 I'm going to put my mustache back on, but it's a little <laughs> like this. And I'm just going to be like, and it's just, I'm just going to like drop trying to lie and I'll be like, Listen, there's a little old grandma outside. Her grandson is somewhere in here. And um, uh, she just, she, like, we just need to, like, let him know that she is looking for him. Like, oh. she's very worried and she's outside and he's cosplaying as Loki. So, like, I just, I just need to take a pic peek and see if I can see the horn. Yeah, 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 yeah. The kid, kid you're looking for isn't in there. Uh, no, he, 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 um, uh, there was a Leonard Nimoy's here and, uh, yeah, but I, I saw it and they hold up their phone and you can see that they're on TikTok and they, and they are are on a sub group of the scavenger human NYCC Comic Con uh, <laughs> hashtag and people are now scavenger hunting multiple different people all over the Comic Con and people are setting up different scavenger hunts for people and who you've collected <laughs> with photos and stuff like that at this point as uh Jess's original hashtag has gone a little viral in a different way. Um, only in your heart. I knew he was alive. I knew mind. he was alive. I knew it. And I'm like, I'm not even thinking about that part. I'm going to say, did you know that Leonard Nimoy voiced the king in, in uh, Atlantis? You can see that their eyes just kind of glaze over for a second. Go ahead and roll a, a charm. 
That's an eight. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. And I was supposed to. That's fine. It was, it was just a six. Uh, uh, that's my Mac dice. Their, their eyes have glazed over, and they just kind of point in the direction where they think, where they said that he, that the kid had gone. Uh, yeah, I think they went down the, to that hall. Um, Did you know that Atlantis didn't sink? It actually flew away. Spaceship. True story. Go ahead and also roll a, a charm. <laughs> uh, yours is a ten. Five. These charms yeah. are giving me all kinds of tokens. Take another adversity token. Yeah, using your poor set is pretty a good way of getting some extra adversity tokens. Uh, so yeah, you're pointed in a direction, Francis. You've been engaging with social media during this whole time, and uh, I would just love for you to roll a brains check. The DC Ooh. for this is yeah. a eight. Oh, good. Oh, no! I I got the highest I can, which is a four, so I get to roll again. It explodes. You roll it again. Yes, your dice explodes. Shut up! I rolled another four! It explodes. Roll <laughs> again. Do it again! Ah, two. Okay, so that's a total of ten. So you went two over the, the DC for this one, and... Um, yeah, you you are trying to navigate and figure out what's going wrong with your algorithm here, and you find the hashtag that's been co-opted, uh, scavenger hunt of NYCC, and you begin applying that retroactively to both of your posts, and you see them start to trend upward once again. Yes. Um, what that means for everybody else, though, is you are spotted more and more frequently as you make your way down to find this kid. Uh, and it is now a hazard. Change my hat. <laughs> uh, awesome. So you change, a crooked mustache. You, you change your hat and uh, mustache change and everything. Can you go ahead and just roll a quick uh, flight check again for that? Because might as well. That's five. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. I was supposed to tell you the number before, which was only a four. So you definitely made that one. Um, and nobody seems to have caught on. You, you, you're, you're passing under the radar right now. Uh, you come out onto an area just next to the Pop Asia stage at NYCC. And it's currently... Um, as you've kind of navigated this space, found ways through, gotten stopped a few times by various people who are increasingly uh, aware of what you're doing and, and try to be helpful, but sometimes aren't so helpful. Um, and you get to this place where uh, you can see the sign at a quick glance says, Live Action Anime Cringe Fest. And in this place, you see some crazy things, and you see some of the most ridiculous there, there's a bunch of slides being shown in different places but it's a milieu space of the worst uh comics and anime uh, and movies of the last year just all the worst of the worst being shared some of them are very indie um, some of them are things that you maybe didn't even think were all that bad when you watched them but they're just posted all over the place and there's kind of a a little uh craziness going on and it appears that 
the arguments have rioted from within that space out into the halls. So how do you navigate a space of adults just arguing and, and even some gentle but definite shoving going on as people try to jostle for space to create their little groupings to argue about which was the worst uh, rendition of a Wolverine movie of the year? You need to get through this area to get to where you were told Brandon was at. Um, I'm going to look and see if I can find like, even just like stairs or like, I'm going to look around and see if I can find like an emergency exit. I'm going to walk something. past Grace and just say loudly, I can't believe that Hugh Jackman is just wandering around by the main stage without a mask on or anything. <laughs> so as Grace is kind of like looking around trying to figure things out, you go ahead and shout that out. Uh, can you give me a grit check? And the DC on this is just going to be a six. That's a one. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Does anybody want to help me out? I was going to say. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, will add a, I will add my other one that I have and be like, and he was so nice and he totally took a selfie with me. Okay. So you That's two. Were. City token, okay. Yep, and I give one as well. And I was gonna say, he only took one with you, he took a video with me and two whole selfies. Okay, and I will spend three of my tokens. Nice, <laughs> nice. So you are actually successful in this, and a whole crew of people in the space. This is why you were banking all those adversity tokens. A whole crew of people just immediately start heading in the direction that you were said that they were, they like go back where you would come from. Uh, clearing out the space a bit. You can still hear them arguing as they go, and, but then one of them, uh, as they pass by, you said, just go, you're a good one, mate. Uh, hey, don't I recognize you? And they keep going. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm nobody. Uh, go ahead and just roll another charm check, and <clears throat> this time your DC is an eight. That's three. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You're that podcaster guy. I'm going to your session later. Uh, you're, you're a riot, man. You're a riot. I just rip off the beard and the mustache and just hand it to him and then walk away. <laughs> okay, so you got a new adversity token to your name. Uh, Francis, what are you up to as this is all going on? Uh, are you mm. looking for Brandon? Are you busy in your phone? Hashtag what, what LFB. Yeah, it's. I think it's a mixture of updating the old videos with the correct hashtags, glancing up to see if I see him, kind of like. Okay, so you're in that. Very much multitasking teenager. Okay, so since you're a multitasking t teenager, I would just like you to do a grit check to see if you're able to stay um focus during all this and you're able to kind of make things happen uh, with all the distractions i'm going to say that this is a 10. oh good okay um nope not that one where did you go there you are yes ah a three Okay, I guess I get to narrate this one, uh, except, unless you're using any adversity tokens. But, nope, uh, I have none. 
Awesome. Oh, yeah, I don't have any more. Otherwise, I would give them to you. Well, this isn't a well, disaster. Wait, sorry, how far are you? I don't, I don't need any. I mean, you could only uh, give one, so. Yeah, it wouldn't be enough, so this is fine. She's in the same zone still as, as she would be with, with or without your adversity token, unfortunately. Um, so you get pulled away a bit by the crowd and lose track of your uh, cousin and her neighbor. And you are currently, you, you just couldn't quite handle it all. And, and as you're doing that, you have to figure out where they are at. Um, what do you do to try to find cousin and, because your cousin, you know, is in, on a mission. She's in lost kid mode, even though it's not necessarily a lost kid. And you know how she acts in that mode. She's found you many times using that mode. But you know she's not going to be looking for you immediately. Zed does Zed. Oh, I immediately go to my Find My Friends app on my phone, and I pull it up, and I look to where she is on my little Find My Friends app, because I would have totally already had set that up. Okay. Roll a brains check, and I'll say oh, that the, the thing for this is just a six. <laughs> That's all. Seems so easy, doesn't it? Shoot. Two. Okay, so you have two adversity tokens. Uh, as you try to connect to the Friends app, you realize that you're like really crunching in on the data and you keep losing signal, and that's why some of your hashtags haven't been refreshing, and it shows her at home. Um, I'm going to... Uh, go back to the room that we were at. So try to like backtrack. So start where we were and walk to where I think we are heading and like look for her as I do that. Okay. So go ahead and do another brains check. Uh, the DC on this is really you navigating the space. So if you have any additional strengths that might come to play, let me know. But I'm going to call this a 12. Uh, two. Oh, oh, that's a that's a minus ten. Uh, so you can't find the room you were just at. Oh my lord! You are officially lost at Comic Con. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> Not that this is new to any of us here, but actually, I've never really felt totally lost. I've definitely felt a little bit frustrated trying to get through crowds, but I've never felt totally lost. Um, so, so you have now a total of three additional adversity tokens just from this little sequence of things. Um, you can't find them, and even as you think you can't find them, you're realizing Grace has your money, because when you were texting, you handed them your wallet your bag because you handed her your backpack because you were busy on your phone and you just have your phone which doesn't seem to be connecting well enough you're lost trying to figure out your way of getting around what are you doing
Oh my God, I can do this old school. I'm going to go up to like a Comic-Con employee or like volunteer and I go, I my mom. hi, um, do you have like, like a map, but like on paper? Go ahead and roll a charm check. The DC on this is a two. <laughs> if you roll a one, I'm going to giggle. Five. Five. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they kind of look at you a little strangely. And they, well, it's on my iPad, and they hold an iPad up to you. And what are you looking for? Can I help you? What, where okay, do you need to go? so I was just at the room that was having like a Trekkie, Loki, or no, no, no. It was about like when you combine two characters, whatever that's called. And it was like how to publish a comic with that, with two characters. So that's where it just was. Where is that room? Through. Uh, that, that's, that's to be, uh, you just, you're on the wrong floor. Oh my God. That's so crazy. Okay. So where do I go? Do you want to just, could you just show me? Cause like, I, I have no service. And so like my phone's not working and my aunt has my bag and like all my stuff. And I just, I'm totally lost. I'm trying to find this boy for this old lady. Are you a lost kid? I am not a kid. Okay. If you needed to, I can take you to the, yeah, never mind. Here, uh, who are you with? Oh, mom? I'm with Zed. He has a panel later. Uh, go ahead and roll a charm check again. This time the DC is pretty low. Just roll a four or higher. <laughs> you say as I've been rolling a five. <laughs> nice. Oh, could you introduce me to him? Oh my God, absolutely. That's who I'm looking for. So if you can help me find him and my aunt, I will totally introduce you. Oh yeah, there's a trending hashtag. He's been on like a ton of these photos for, for the hashtag. It's, it's uh, scavenger hunt. He's actually one of the scavenger hunt stuff. Like I've got a 12 <laughs> different photos. You know, he's changing his clothes every time people take different photos of him. I did know that. I did know that. that, he, that how can he be so funny and so deadpan all at the same time? Like you almost think he actually believes the crazy things he says. Oh yeah. I have no idea. Oh, it's, he's, he's incredible. Uh, so, um, they go ahead and start walking you in that direction. And, um, as they're going, you see their iPad ping and there's another post that is a picture of Zed, uh, in another outfit that you hadn't seen. Um, and right behind him is Grace, who's just kind of scanning around a room. Um, oh, there, there, there he is. Hey, I can, I can walk you over there. I know where that is. Will you introduce me if I, if I walk you over there? Of course. Grace and Zed, you are in an, another room, and the, you've been told that uh, Brandon is here somewhere. But unfortunately, this is the uh, place where all the autographs and signings are happening. And it's really difficult to get past the lines to see who's up at the front of the lines and where people are and all that stuff. Um, you were told by somebody that Brandon was getting the chance to talk with someone famous who apparently is not dead in my world. Uh, 
and uh, and that you you are uh, trying to find that individual in this chaos of all the signings going on all at the same time. There's just like that, you know how it is. Just twelve long lines winding around with switchback ropes and junk and all sorts of ridiculousness. Um, uh, so what are the two of you up to in this space where all the signings are going on trying to find this Brandon kid? Looking for the uh, Loki horns, I guess. Looking for the what? The Loki horns. Oh, cool. So what I would love you to just roll is a grit check just to see if you... Keep a level head in this mess. Uh, the DC for this is a six. That's four. I will spend my two. Hey. Uh, zero. I've overcome adversity tokens. Yes. You see a pair of Loki horns um, barely peeking up over the crowd. Um, somebody smaller uh, uh, making their and they're they're up talking with a much taller individual and you can see them kind of bob every once in a while as the person is talking and very animatedly having a conversation um, are the two of you trying to head up there um i'm digging around in my backpack for a, a specific thing that um uh <laughs> it's like I, I pull out a microphone but it's like one of the microphones that like has the echo effect on it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and okay. I'm because you absolutely have that. <laughs> and I just go, everyone, can I please have your attention? Your attention, everyone. Yes, I'm looking for a Brandon who is playing a Loki and a uh, a, a Trekkie, a, a Star Trek um, person. Uh, um, your grandmother is <laughs> your grandmother is worried about you and looking for you. So if you are Brandon and you are playing Loki and a Star Trek person, please yeah. come to the Rainbow Disney flag. And I flip my. <laughs> Uh, what do you think you want to roll for this? I mean... Because this is just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's conflicting because, like, obviously it would be considered effective, but whether or not people are going to take me seriously would be the, like, you well, know... So you, you let me know and I'll tell you what the DC is going to be. Uh, like I said, great with kids. Ah! so great with adults um oh, he's, a kid. he's 16 surrounded by adults <laughs> um uh how's your charisma maybe that i swear i'm not a crazy not... person yeah it's actually not great um but i do think that was that's probably the best one i feel like i could make an argument for grit just because like again prepared <laughs> and calling on my tour guide skills about like balance everyone focus but i i think in terms of whether or not it's effective specifically to brandon would probably be a, a charm thing okay, because so he's I, probably going to be like who the 
fuck is this lady? Yeah. Well, and I think that's where I'm, I'm also leading on this one. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to put the DC at a 15. Because oh, this is kind of one of those miracle zones. Um, I, I don't know how you all feel oh. about teenagers responding to that scene. But I feel like it's unlikely to happen. Um, so it's pretty extraordinary for this to happen. But when somebody's extraordinarily skilled, they can accomplish things. So let's Sorry, roll I'm out of tokens on my last thing. It's fine. You wouldn't even, there's no way you, I mean, you, again, can only give me one. And maybe your dice will explode. It's going to have to. <laughs> Six. Wow. Uh, Okay, so that is not 10 below, which is good. Um, it's just in the ninth. So so I think what happens is you're, of course, unsuccessful in this moment. But the people that are all in the lines kind of all turn their backs to you. And you can see that there's a couple of, um, let's be polite and call them ushers, but they're volunteers who are meant to keep the wackos away. Uh, and they're they're approaching you and Zed right now. Um, Zed, are you doing anything in this time where you see these two approaching volunteer constabulary? I'm going to hand them flyers that say you're always being followed. <laughs> uh, so, so you just hand them these flyers as they're coming up to you, or are you handing it yes. to the people in the crowd? Like as they come up, I'll just hand them to them. And I'll just take her by the elbow and we'll just walk away. <laughs> All right. So could I have you roll flight? Uh, and I would say in this case, the flight DC is just an eight. That's crap. Six. That's six. Holy crap, okay. Jason. That was really loud. What? We heard the motors from something at the street, which oh. was crazy. But, it, uh, it literally sounded like it was right outside the window. I mean, it was right outside the window. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, it sounded louder than your voice does now. <laughs> it's going to come. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so you uh, are trying to turn and go, but the, um, the two ushers kind of get up behind Grace and you're already heading out and as you hand them the flyers they they kind of take them and don't even look at them in the moment but they um very firmly speak with grace and say ma'am we'll need you to walk with us and start walking well, you out of the room be like but there's someone i really need to find uh, i understand ma'am but you're causing a disturbance well yes so that he can find me his grandmother is very worried we have a lost child uh, then I'll point you in the direction of the lost child rescue space. We have we have a we have a location where kids are brought when they're missing. So he doesn't think he's missing is the problem. Uh, well, I understand that, ma'am, but we can't have you disturbing the author signing session. People paid a lot of money for those, and uh, you're making a spectacle, which definitely is not in keeping with the tenor that we'd like to keep at this event mm. so please this way do uh, that what's your name <laughs> you there check out that noise <laughs> uh are you saying that to them zed 
Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, my name is Frank. Do you know who I am? This is Mary. Uh, no. No, we just... Hold up my exhibitor badge. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have those, so... I have a panel later. This is my assistant. You cannot take her. We're, we're, we're just having you leave this room right now. That's all this is about. I'm going to reach into her bag if you don't fight me. I'll reach into your bag, take the microphone, be like, you can have this. She won't do it again. They, they, they hold the microphone for a second. Um, what I would love for you both to do, because <laughs> this is now you tag teaming these poor volunteers who probably wish they had not volunteered at this point. Don't make me call the Z fighters. I'll do it. I would love for you, uh, uh, Zed, to roll a brawn check. This isn't necessarily uh, my lowest one. Uh, a big thing, but like, I just need you to roll an eight or higher. And Grace, I would love for you to roll, because it sounded like you're trying to recant things and bring things back. I would love for you to roll a flight check. Uh, and yours is a eight as well. That is a three, and I spent all my tokens. So you have an adversity token just now from failing that. Um, Oh, wow, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually rolled a d12. Maybe it was Thora? I would like to wage. <laughs> That's a whole three! Uh, so you also uh, take an adversity token at this point. Um, and okay. while they take the mic in that moment, they walk you both to the door, hand you the mic back and say, please don't come back in. The next signing is in an hour. Just as you're delivered to that front door, uh, Francis, who wandered away, uh, so I guess somebody will have to let her know that she just wanders up <laughs> with... <laughs> Francis ran to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was bad time. Thankfully, thankfully, there's one on this floor. Uh, on the 1B26 floor. 1B26 floor. Yeah, I love how you threw out that number, and I was like, I can't remember that for long enough for this to happen. You're back. So, oh, look, you're back from the bathroom. Oh, just in time, Francis. That uh, was a very quick line, Francis. I'm Francis, impressed. Francis did you use the men's here. room instead? I did. I did. Usually it usually has shorter lines. Uh, so, use so the gender-neutral one. Aha. Uh -huh. you know, everyone yeah. just go. So Francis, uh, you arrive at the door just in time to see your, your cousin and her neighbor Zed escorted out of the room uh, that you and the person who was walking with you and showing you the way were uh, approaching. And, and uh, as they kind of step out, you can, the, the, the person that's walking with you goes, oh, Mary, uh, what's going on? And one of the people that's escorting Grace and Zed, uh, say, oh, well, just two people having too much fun. It, it'll be fine. No big deal. Um, and they hand you, Grace, back your mic. Um, oh, well, okay. Well, we're almost off ship, so you're going to, their, to, the, to the panel for the podcasters, right? This dude, he's one of the podcasters. He's hilarious. Oh, hey, um, so you're... And, she, and this individual that you haven't met yet, Zed, is already... Looking, Francis. Francis, you said you said you would introduce me. I'm so excited to meet. Oh, Zed. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was your name? Uh, 
Um, ha- ha- have him call me Rex. Rex. Uh, uh, Zed, this is Rex. I'm just nodding like I respect his fake name. Rex, this is Zed. Rex, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Can I take a photo with you? Oh my god, Zed, you have to. I'm like, hang on, I'm going to put the mustache. Another mustache, because I gave away my other mustache. (laughs) Your bag is just full of little disguises. Uh, Mustaches all come out of pockets. I have pockets full of mustaches. He, he, he keeps, I got a pocket, got a pocket full of mustache. He takes out his phone and does the like really awkward selfie and he can't quite get it right. Um, could you just go ahead and roll in this moment a, a grit check, Zed, just a grit check. And Francis, could you roll a two brains check for me? Oh, Lord. Two. Um, so, yeah, so you get another adversity token, Zed, and that was a, I, I should have told you the number. Um, for the brains check, Francis, that is a 10. <laughs> three. No, three. So you also gain a new adversity token. I'm not going to tell you what happened to either of you with that, those rolls. Um, not important. Just didn't move things along. Um, my last and only hope, you're my only hope, Grace. Uh could you go ahead and roll a brawn check? <laughs> um, uh-huh. What you see on this is a four. Okay. Where's my D4? Oh, there it is. And then four! <laughs> And that's and then my dice explodes. Roll your dice again. Roll that exploding dice. And a one. <laughs> Wait, what did you need? A four. So I got five. Five now. <laughs> so uh, with a five, uh, you you are you are you're successful, and it, you kind of it's like you've been escorted down. You're you see Zed being held up with a photo op uh francis being a little distracted again by her phone um pulled into that space um you see grace you see um a set of loki horns and a sort of trekky looking outfit come out of one of the other doors to the same room that you were just in and start walking up the north hallway And I just take the mic and I, I say, there he goes! <laughs> I immediately look up at my phone and go, Brandon! <laughs> to me, Gondor calls for aid! And then I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Zed, what are you doing in this moment where you're being forced selfied moment and then your two friends just suddenly point and start heading off down the hallway? Um, I'm going to like, thank you for listening to the podcast. I will see you at my panel. Goodbye. And I'm just going to leave and like go after them. Flight checks all around. Uh, this is a seven for everyone. Flight checks all around. 
Damn it. Oh, wait. Seven, you said? Yeah. yeah I'm going to use one in birth, two token, and that's a seven. Awesome. Nope. Nine, I lied. Eight? I lied. I lied, yes. Okay. And Francis. I'm going to use one of my tokens. So I have seven. Oh, also awesome. give the guy a flyer that says you're, you're always being followed. And I'll sign it with a Z because he's a fan. So all three of you uh, are easily able to start getting on track to following and hey, once, make your Once way. everybody stops looking at me, I'm going to take like a rubber mask from my bag and put it over my face. But it's my real face, but it's a rubber mask. So I'm <laughs> cosplaying as myself. That's so fucking creepy. <laughs> I hate that so much. That's like oh, House of Wax. Straight up, straight up Andy gave me this idea because... Um, Oh, what's his face that plays Walter White? Did he wore a Walter White mask at Comic Con cosplay as himself? Oh, right. That's so cool. <laughs> that is right. Cranston, Frank Cranston. Totally insane. Um, all right. So, so yeah, uh, all three of you are able to track in and, and catch up to uh, this, this figure. Uh, and I guess since Francis sh was shouting out, Brandon! Uh, individual turns around as you get a little bit closer and uh yeah what what's going on oh my god i'm gonna pull up my phone and go to the, the first pimple. video i made and i'm gonna go is this your grandma oh yeah what is she doing here oh my god she's looking for you we've been looking everywhere for you oh uh i i, I guess um i didn't know i mean does your grandmother work for any government agency yeah, does she? Not that I know. I mean, she does kind of always find me places, but. So CIA. She's retired. I'm just going to hand him a flyer. Ex CIA. He takes the flyer. He looks behind himself. <laughs> um. So if you're not like doing anything right now, can we like show you where your grandma is so you can like, check in on her and then you, you can totally go back to whatever you were doing uh i, I guess sure what is she doing here well we'll totally find out here. oh okay um cool um oh wait 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 first pull out my phone and i'm gonna go hey everyone Part three, you won't believe who I found. Ah, as you turn, it's just Brandon's face is like. So we found him. We're taking him back to his grandma. And yeah, Comic-Con's been fun. Comic-Con, scavenger hunt. Bye. I'm assuming you're hashtagging it. All, all the, the hashtags. All the hashtags, just ridiculousness. Okay, so I would love for you to roll a grit check on this one unless you have a, 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 a different idea here but the idea is that this is kind of like this moment where you're staying focused on your social media which isn't necessarily level-headed but for you it is level-headed and doing that in this moment where somebody is like there's the chaos at comic-con but there's also somebody who's just like the object of your work um and everything <laughs> you are always being followed okay uh, so the grit check would be a four. I got an eight. 
Hey. Awesome. So that's up four. So um, I'm going to bump this up a little bit. My discretion for that. Uh, describe what happens with this TikTok post. Uh, I think it goes just absolutely like viral. Like everyone shares it. Like even Comic Cons, like you know, shares it and like comments on it. And so I'll say that like yeah. uh, the, the whoever is the moderator has been following this scavenger hunt thing, and you were the progenitor of it. And they take all three of your. Uh, of your um, posts and they've restitched them together. And by the time you get to Brandon's grandmother, which we'll figure out how you get there in a second, um, they have redone that and never lost at Comic-Con is the new hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll make your way uh, there. I'm guessing Grace is going to be the one finding your way out and keeping track of everybody. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, so. I mean, I've got my, my flag going and my ears on. So, and Zed, what are you doing during this time? Are you helping facilitate this or are you just trudging around behind them wearing my <laughs> mask cosplaying as myself? <laughs> All right. So, um, that, that, so what I would like Zed to do is I would like you to roll a flight check. And because you're cosplaying as yourself, and that is just such a unique niche, it's only a four. All right, I rolled a three. I'm going to use my token. That's four. So utilizing your own face, people are very aware that you're cosplaying. And they, as a podcaster who is, at least at this Comic-Con, locally famous, and they, they, they seem to leave you alone going like, oh, that, that's actually, that's really, that's smart. You chose really obscure nice man but otherwise people let you through pretty easily you're not being stopped again and again because you are the podcaster you're being congratulated on doing something really niche and being as obscure as possible that that whole subsection of of cosplay land where the more niche your cosplay the more popular you are um, brandon also gets a little bit of that but not as heavy as you do because you rent really obscure um every now and then i just put a new mustache on the mask <laughs> there are a few people who interacted with you previously that you may even recognize who see you doing that in that moment and they just start laughing just like dude that guy's cosplaying him the best he's ever been cosplayed he, who even knew he did that um brace i would love you to roll the brains check plus two plus one uh the dc on this is a 10 Getting out of Comic-Con is harder than getting in sometimes. Oh, no. Well, with the plus two, plus one, it is exactly a 10. Woo! Um, and then uh, <sighs> Francis Phew. got that. Okay. So, yeah, you all arrive there at the flailing hot dog, just f crazily flapping around. And uh, you, before you even get close, you can see that there is a group of young kids surrounding an individual who seems to be sitting a little bit lower than them there. And when I say young kids, I mean preteens. So there's all these preteens around there. And Francis, you recognize this grouping or this type of grouping as your primary following before Comic-Con started. Hmm. 
There's been a ton of additional followers since this little adventure, but you recognize this is your prime constituency from pre-Comic-Con. Um, Brandon, why, 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 why are we going? Where, you said you had my grandma somewhere? That you were, we're yeah, her? yeah, we're going to meet her by the talking hot dog. But there's just a bunch of kids over there. And as you look over there, Grace, you see that there is a ton of preteens all kind of like taking up a post and ferrying various things to this grandmother, bringing her water, talking to her. Aww. And they've kind of taken that weird thing that happens at big conventions where if somebody's having a rough time, sometimes people just band together and take care of the person and at the center of the group is grandma brandon's grandmother uh just kind of being waited on hand and foot by all these preteens <laughs> children of the corn dog exactly <laughs> uh, and that is the next hashtag that happens if, if uh, Francis posts anything in this. It's going to be literally hashtagged by somebody else's children of the corn dog. Um, oh, Grandma. And Bless Fran you. Rushes, Bless you. Rushes Sorry. And bends down like, what are you doing here? I mean, I thought you were just going to drop me off and pick me up later. What's going on? And they kind of get into a little bit of a conversation, but... Uh, you can see that your job is done. Your reward is still outstanding, but you have achieved your job. I pick up my phone and I take a quick video and be like, we have reunited and like zoom in, you know, be like, we have reunited Brandon and his grandmother. Like a wildlife documentary. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can see Brandon and his grandmother. Reunited. Just go ahead and roll a brains check. Joy. The DC oh, on this God. is a five to see how well you capture this like videographic moment. Oh, I have a D4 and I got a four. Explodes. Roll it again. And a three. So four, hey. five, six, seven. Awesome. So that's a couple over. You, uh, you get this video going, the post going, and as you finish your last little hashtag addition to it, I put the perfect reunited. song to it. It feels so good. Yes. Yeah, you have that just reunited just, you... and it feels so good. <laughs> uh, that's posted and you're just having this moment of confidence and flair and everything else like that. Uh, yeah, you you successfully posted and um, and I am oh, go ahead. Here, dearie, you you she wants to go to that boy you didn't want to go see. And she hands you the little ticket packet. I just go. Okay, 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 okay. Now, now breathe. Deep breath. Okay, there we go. All right, okay. Now, um, so how many tickets are in there? Is it just two? Uh, it is a pass to allow the bearer and their friends to go and meet the individual. So it's, it's a limit of four. 
And what's the um, time? Like, what time is it supposed to happen? It says four o'clock. And what time is it now? It is 3.50. (gasps) We must run! Hold on a second. Said, what time is your panel? What time is my panel? Also four. Honey, just, you go have fun, okay? I'm going to trust you to be a grown-up in this situation. Did you want to meet Sebastian Stan? Grace, he's kind of a Disney princess. Yes. No, I, I, you gave us these tickets. I'm going to come see your panel. How many of the like little girls are still around? I'm not even sure I want to go to my panel. There's still several. Uh, most of them petered off when Brandon came. Um, they kind of saw that their job was done. A couple of them came over and tried to jump into your video as you were doing, you know, like little cameos, heads bobbing into your camera frame as you were doing the reuniting thing. But there's like maybe three left, three or four. I want to go up to one of them and say, uh, why are you, why are you here? Why were you helping this lady? Uh, cause it sounded like you wanted us to. You were um, helping her. Do you like Sebastian Stan? The squeal. <laughs> Just, it's, it is a replica like was of like your ear piercing. <laughs> Josie and the pussy cat. Yeah. Rachel, come to that Comic Con So, I have a ticket where the person who has this ticket and three of their friends can meet him. I think you should have it. You and your friends for helping the grandma. Could you just go ahead and roll a grit check? Okay. DC is just a three. Not that one, this one. No, this is the wrong one. I used that as a nine on it. Is this an eight? This one's an eight. Okay, take two. Oh, thank God. Five. <laughs> uh, so the squeal that comes out is just ridiculous, and it kind of fills your heart a little bit, realizing that you've passed on something awesome. Uh, and as you realize that you've passed on something to, to an, another individual and having that moment, uh, you get a knowing look from the grandma and you just, you can feel the karma in the air. It's going to come back in a really positive way. You may not be one of those people who believes in that, but you're def- definitely having that moment of that. I'm gonna take out my phone, but it's like a flip phone, like a burner phone. We send a text message. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give them the thing and be like, okay, but you have to like run now because you got to go do it. They're just squealing and then all f- four kids just, they're gone out of okay. sight. And then well, I'm I was going to give them directions, but it looks like they don't need it. And then I'm going to go, 
<laughs> and then I go up to Ned and be like, oh my god, Ned, let's go to your panel. Or Zed, why did I say Ned? <laughs> That's fine. I could be Ned. Zed, let's go. I'm so excited. Oh, these are my real name. It doesn't really matter. Then I'll go start walking back. And I'll be like, did I ever tell you about how Paul McCartney died in a car accident back in the 1960s? And he was no. Replaced. He was replaced by uh, a lookalike who won a contest that looks just like Paul McCartney. His name was uh, Billy Shears. And um, oh my God, didn't someone do every that for Beatles Avril album Levine? since? Yes, Avril Levine is actually a woman named Alyssa. Avril Levine is dead. That's Speaking true. of Alyssa's, did you know that Ariel was based off of Alyssa Milano? What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the original, the like original uh, Ariel's original look was based off of Alyssa Milano. How cool! Even as this is all going on, you all realize that you're going to be late to Zed's panel if you don't race. So <laughs> I get everybody to do a flight check, and it is going to be a DC of six. Okay. Well, that's good uh, because that is the die that I need to get me. Oh, good. And how many? <laughs> I, I am it. using a, a, an adversity point or token. <laughs> Coming in the air tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, to blow up behind us. Zed, what'd you get? Um, eight. Awesome. Uh, Grace, what'd you get? Six. Oh, Snapple. Francis, what'd you get? <laughs> Snapple. Uh, a one. Oh. So Zed, you race and make it there in time to be ready for your panel. You don't have time to do a sound check or anything like that, but you walk in and you're greeted by the same individual. I walk in, I sit down, and then I take my mask off, reveal my same face. As soon as you do that, the individual who, who meets you at the space shakes their head, starts chuckling, and then gestures up to the to the panel seats for you to sit there rather than in the audience. Uh, Grace, you come in just a little bit late. Uh, you come into the space just a little bit late. Uh, the panel already seems to have started. Francis, you're stuck behind people, but kind of elbow your way in and eventually get in there as well. Uh, you're not far at the back of the room. Um, what I would love to have happen is, Zed, what do you do during this panel? Like, just describe what you think you do or what abilities you use. Um, let's see. I think I'm going to talk about how every year Elvis Presley attends NYCC, and that's why I'm here, because I'm going to catch him one of these years. So when I was invited, it seemed like the prime opportunity. So if anybody sees him, you know, just let me know. So I would like you to roll two things. I would the scavenger like hunt continues. Charm check and a grit check. Charm is six. Oh, it's exploded. Oh, so charm is exploded again. Yes. Oh my six. god. <laughs> that is three sixes in a row. Okay, roll one last time. I don't think we're supposed to do more than three, but I'm down for it. Five. Okay. <laughs> so. That's 23. Yeah, that was way over 10 over. Um, 
the grit check is oh going God, to be alive and we're gonna find him. four. So go a ahead and four. do that. <laughs> oh, this is another roll. Okay. That's four. Okay. This is where all of those adversity tokens from earlier. That's this is like where it's making up now. The people in the audience are a bit of a struggle for you because they keep cracking up as you speak. But you also see a lot of them start to nod along with you. And they seem to be in agreement. And when it comes to the Q&A afterwards, there's a lot of questions that seem to be a little bit less towards the mockery, a little bit more towards the lines of like, what do you think he does? Like, how does he, what, what do you think Elvis cosplays as? And when Elvis comes. Boba Fett. <laughs> like just a whole bunch of different questions that seem like really actual questions. And even when the people are laughing, you are able to just maintain your composure throughout that whole space and time. And it's, the panel goes off amazingly well. Um, I don't even have to have Grace or Francis roll their rolls for it. As a bonus, uh, I would like to let them know that um, the Large Hadron Collider destroyed the world in 2012, and we're all just living in the uh, the time dilation that resulted from it. And so we haven't, we don't actually know it yet. <laughs> I want to say that that's like your like parting shot and that you're just trying to get out after that. So um, go ahead and roll a flight check to see if you get out of this panel without being trapped by a billion questions. So I'm just going to throw out an extra thank you to Andy because I literally did not have a second to prep for this and I asked him to look up conspiracy theories for me. Hey. <laughs> about, about, about half of these came from Andy. Thank you, Andy. On that's for sure. The one about Avril Lavigne's a real conspiracy I heard about. That was so, on his. That was on his list. And so was the Paul McCartney <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, sorry. What was I? Uh, a flight. flight check, and this was a okay, five. <laughs> That's a ten. Oh, exploded. Okay. Oh, it exploded. <laughs> so, so with a twelve on this, yeah, that's. It's five over, right? Yeah, it's at least five over. So yeah, you get. Um, I'm gonna take another mascot after I leave the room, but it's the Walter White mask. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, you you slip away pretty easily, and at the same point uh, are able to collect Grace and Francis, who uh, came in and watched your presentation, um, and you have a moment where uh, what you would like to do. Uh, is very much possible. Um, all right. I assume, are you, did you two come with me, I assume? Oh, yeah. Okay. What would it be like? Open my flip phone. I'm gonna close it. Put it in my pocket. Come with me. Then we're going to go to like the, the show floor. Okay, so you hit the show floor. And um, then we go through the show floor to where the D&D tables are, like the area where they sell dice and stuff. Yeah. And you find there's a few different places, but you see like the conglomeration of a few of them close together. Um, and they're uh, wearing <coughs> a, a um, 
Zed Mask is the person you were looking for. I'll just tap him on the shoulder and take off my Walter White mask. Uh, as you pull off your Walter White mask, they pull off their mask as well. And Sebastian Stan. Francis got a face. And I, I catch her and I'm like, hang on, I got this. And I start pulling up my I can pull up smelly salts. Chaos reigns at Comic-Con as Sebastian Stan is revealed to Francis, who then faints. And Grace gets to apply all of her long-awaited long skills in tour guide recovery. Uh, and one of Zed's long-standing uh, uh, former contacts and fans of the podcast. Biggest fan. One of the Sebastian biggest fans Stan. right after Francis and Grace are revealed to each other. Oh, well, thank you for joining us for <laughs> Probability of Demise's silly, fun one-shot. Uh, thank you to Sebastian Stan for your guest role. This, <laughs> yeah. Uh... yeah. <laughs> Poor Sebastian Stan. Uh, no lawsuits, please. We just yeah. were Hashtag not a sponsor. A parody. It's two T's. It's a right? Stan with two T's. Oh. Stan. 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 Uh, uh, you put the summer soldier in major yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, he also did that follow-up one called The Spring Before I Met Your Mother. Uh, the alternate universe where Leonard Nimoy is still alive. Because I forgot. Oh. That was kind of sad and made me really want to cry because I like Leonard Nimoy. And I always think when I go to Comic-Cons that I'm going to see him. Uh, so, yeah, the three folks here are going to go to Comic-Con tomorrow in New York City. And you're all going to have a big, huge blast. Um you got time. I'm really excited to see what you post and share and what you don't post and share later. Uh, if you are interested in watching our regular season, regular show, regular whatever it is, uh, we are adjusting our life schedule uh, starting October 16th. We're going to kick off with Sunday afternoons weekly, 12 p.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Mountain, Pacific time. Central, I can't say words. <laughs> And 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, really look forward to specifically at um, 12 p.m. Specifically at Pacific time because I can't. It's all right. We are time? all tired. We are all yeah. 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 Well, and you all are definitely you're champions. But hopefully, you get to sleep in a little bit before running down to stand in lines at Comic Con. Thank you for watching us. <sighs> okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.